two o'clock for a start for Young Ireland's and Liz Downey and Jenkinstown. Nicky Brennan is out there. Nicky. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Yeah, just see a result in, a full-time result in from uh, Castle Comer, where St. Lactons have got their campaign off to a start. They defeated Clooney in 3.17 to 15 points. Not sure you might be getting uh, Shane Cogan on the line to get a summary on that, but that's a result that's actually in here. The teams now are out in the field. Liz Downey were warming up, went back in to change into their gear, and they've done that now here in front of me, going up on the right. The wind will be blowing from left to right here. It's fairly strong now. The flags are uh, strong on the sideline, so the team that, uh, uh, that most teams probably like to play against the breeze. Let's see uh, how uh, how that goes. Liz Downey, as I said, am I right? We'll call out the teams. We gave them to you before uh, when you were with me, but let's call out the teams now. The nice sunny day here in Jenkinstown. There's a dark cloud or two, but there's nice traces of blue sky at the same time here as the teams line up for the first round of the Michael E. Motors Intermediate Hurling League Championship. And of course, both teams will be looking to make a winning start. Uh, last night's game, we were out in uh, the Dance Fort for the James Stevens and uh, Greg Ballycallan and uh, an enjoyable game we had there Ballycallan put up a decent effort but the better team won in the end uh, James Stevens. We call out the teams here for you in Jenkinstown today the Young Ireland's team in goal is uh, Jason Brennan, the full back line Bobby Brennan, Patrick O'Neill and Philip O'Donnell the half back line is Mikey Carey great to see him back, Sean Carey at number 6 maybe a, a position we're not accustomed to seeing him in and Paddy Langton Kenny Underage uh, star player central field Pat Farrell and Seamus Farrell the half forward line in instead of Jeff Brennan who's nursing an injury is Paul Holden now he's obviously a stalwart of uh, Young Ireland's hurling he has been a regular scorer over the years uh, Paul Rignatti another Kenny Underage star and uh, Sean Farrell the full forward line is Jimmy Lennon Ted Ray and uh, Killing Carey doesn't play in his place is number 20 is Dylan Carey the Young Ireland's management team is Barry Power Toss Farrell Brian Glynn James Fitzgerald and Owen Farrell. So the referee for today's game, I haven't actually seen who the referee is out on the field yet. We'll find out uh, in a moment who that is on the front page of the programme. It's uh, it's Richard Holland from uh, Tullerone is the referee uh, on this game here. Linesman, I saw Eamon Blansfield going out there. I'm not sure who else is going with him. We'll note that in a moment. Let's move on to Liz Downey and they're down here in Intermediate as a result of their loss to Greg Ballycallan in last year's uh, senior relegation playoff game. Uh, which was a cracking game over in St. Actors in Freshford. But they're down in intermediate and they're going to rely a lot on young players. Kevin Sweeney at 29 years of age is their oldest player. They have somebody else in around 25, but most of their team is 23 and under. Teams that have performed well in the um, Kilkenny under 20 and under 21 championships over the last two years. So, But young Irons are very young also. So we have some very young teams here. The majority of the players here on view today out in the polo grounds in Jigasau will be in the order of... Uh, 22, 3 and 4 years of age so that's uh, it's going to be a young man's game now I'm afraid and that's what's going to be out here today let's go through the Liz Downey team in goal is Aidan Tallis now he's plenty of experience of playing in goal Liam Dunphy was their goalkeeper last year but uh, he's been away quite a bit so he's listed among the subs Aidan Tallis has been the one of the Kilkenny sub goalies one of the three goalies on the Kilkenny panel and he was a very effective outfield player for Liz Downey in the last uh, year also He's in goal. The full-back line is Kevin O'Sullivan, Ben Tallis and Alan Dunphy. The half-back line, Charlie Brennan, Richard McAvoy and Marty McAvoy. Centre of the field is Niall Brennan, another Kenny senior panellist. And I'm sure both Aidan Tallis and Niall Brennan, they will uh, benefit from their time in with Derek Ling uh, as part of the whole coaching scene there. Interesting to see. Being told maybe Niall Brennan might play closer to goal. We'll find that out in a while. The uh, Kevin Sweeney in part is him at midfield. 
He may be 29 years of age, but he's a powerhorse of a player. He's able to, he has a bit engine and has been a stalwart of Liz Downey for many, many years. The half-forward line is Gary O'Sullivan, David O'Carroll and Evelyn McAvoy. And the full-forward line is Luke Hoolan, Owen Kenny and Andrew McAvoy. Now, don't forget that Community Radical Kenny City will be getting in contact with our team of people around the country today, Dixborough and Clara. That's on at four o'clock. And uh, that's um, Gavin Quilty referees that. I think we have Kieran Maldowney at that match. And the, um, the what other games have we on uh, Saturday? Yeah, Ballyhell, Shamrock, St. Glenmore. That's about to uh, throw in shortly at two o'clock as well. Uh, Peter Burke is the referee there. And uh, in the other intermediate games, Donovan and Carrick Shock. That's at uh, 2.30. Richie Power will be out there for us at that particular game. That game, um, Shamrock, St. Glenmore, Jim Cashin is actually at that match for us later this evening and we'll be gone off air but we have people covering those games and they'll all be on uh, Sunday Talksport tomorrow evening on Lachlan Gales and Blacks and Whites that's out in Bennis Bridge at 5.30 Michael O'Sullivan is the referee and uh, the Roar in the Steag versus Thomastown that's in Dr Tierney Park uh, Saturday at 7 o'clock I think Barry Henriquez is there as well I suspect Pat Tracy might be going to that one too and on junior matches, we just had the result of that St. Lactans Clonine game. St. Lactans uh, won that match. And uh, the other game is uh, tomorrow, it's on tomorrow, actually, is Patrick's and Piltown. That's our commentary game tomorrow. And Barra Rangers and Emeralds this evening, that's in uh, Tullerone, while uh, Carl Moyes Libro is in Wine Gap. We will have people at those matches as well. This game is on here t- uh, just after starting up now, and it is Gordon who are making the ball down the field. It's with their left half back, number seven. That ball goes in, it goes in, but it's gone wide. It's a wide for uh, Young Ireland, the first uh, wide of the game. And it is uh, Liz Downey who are enjoying the, enjoying the wind in the first half, blowing from my left to my right. It's a nice day here. The ball is broken down by Mikey Carey. Good movement here. It's with uh, their number eight. That is uh, Pat Farrell. Pat Farrell uh, sends the ball down. Gordon coming out with the ball here. And a uh, little bit of movement here. Looks like it'll be a free. It is a free. If Gordon Clare was fouled. Richie Holland indicates that it's going to be a free. Uh, two... Gordon Mikey Carey takes it, send it back down into the corner. It goes all the way into the Liz Downey goalie. That's Aidan Tallis. He looks up. Where's he going to strike this? He sends it a low ball out to the far side of the field. Good ball for a forward. First touch is going to be important. Fails to get that, but it does come to uh, David O'Carroll. David O'Carroll is moving across the field. It's now with the uh, one of the corner forwards. The ball is sent in. A lovely, lovely strike. Is that the first case score in Jenkinstown? I think it might be. It is the first score there in Jenkinstown. It's scored uh, by Niall Brennan. I did say he could be going in at full forward, and that's exactly what is done. Niall Brennan puts the ball over the bar. The first attack there uh, for them. Low ball into Niall Brennan, and he puts it over the bar. So it's Liz Dowdy. One point, and it's Young Ireland's no score as the ball is popped out to this side of the field. Going for the ball there is the back and forward going for what who's going to win this ball? Is there a free here? But Liz Downey are uh, sending the ball with their full back, uh, Ben Tallis, but Ben Tallis sends it across to Aidan Tallis, who has gone well off his line and wanted to get a pass. He sends that ball down the field. A little bit high this time, but switches to the other side of the field. Up they go for it in the air. It's broken down and it's with the Liz Downey number 10, Gary O'Sullivan. Gary O'Sullivan sends that ball in. It's going to be held up in the breeze, but it should be the Gordon goal. He should get that ball. Jason Brennan. Jason Brennan sends a flick out to uh, Sean Carey. Sean Carey is moving out. 50 metres out from the goal. He sends it over into the right-hand corner. Uh, the Gordon full forward, that is uh, Ted Ray. Ted Ray, experienced player. He's on the ball. He sends it back out the field and it comes to the number 13. That's Jimmy Lannan. Jimmy Lannan sends it across the field and it's caught uh, by the number 12, uh, Sean Farrell. Sean Farrell that sends that ball in and that looks, it's gone over the bar and it's a point for play by uh, Sean Farrell. Pops that one over the bar and it makes it a point apiece here in Jenkinstown after about uh, three minutes of play. 
Getting ready to put out the ball again is Aidan Tallis. He sends a low ball down the middle. It comes to the centre-back, Richard McAvoy. You see, overplaying the ball here. He flicks it with one hand and gets away with it. This down, he do have the ball sent down the field by Andrew McAvoy. There's a lot of McAvoy's on this team here here today. And uh, we're struggling now to see some of the... Uh, we should have brought a step ladder with us here to uh, Jenkins Town. But we might get one of those later on at half-time up in the far corner. The ball is uh, still in play. Coming out with it is Gordon. They want us... Uh, Batter down again and this is with Liz Downey who have possession but no clear possession. It is going to be a free in for Liz Downey. Richard Holland puts up his hand, says it's going to be a free and it is uh, going to be taken by the number 15. I think Andrew McAvoy is their free taker from Liz Downey. Just right on the sideline up here on my right. Getting ready to take it now is Andrew McAvoy. It's uh, it's two. It's a point apiece here in uh, Jenkins Town, and Sean Farrell answered that point uh, from first point from uh, Niall Brennan. Andrew McAvoy sends that ball in, and uh, well struck by Andrew. There's a bit of a breeze against him, but he uh, did a very good job putting it over the bar, and uh, it chubs Liz Downey into the lead. It is Liz Downey two points. It is Young Ireland's uh, one point. After about uh, four minutes of play. The ball is poked out. Now, who's going to get it? It is, should be a Liz Downey ball. Uh, ball was broken up loose. Liz Downey looking across for the ball. It comes across then to uh, Marty McAvoy. Marty McAvoy looks up, sends the ball long down the field. Up they go for it in the air. The backs break down the ball. It's well won there by the corner back. That is Philip O'Donnell. Philip O'Donnell flicks the ball across uh, to the centre. Nice bit of team play there by uh, Young Ireland moving the ball down the field. But the ball is hooked. And uh, the, Liz Downey, have, have they managed to get position? No, they haven't. It is with uh, Sean Farrell. He loses possession and go and Liz Downey win it back again with uh, their number 10. And he was pushed in the back. Gary O'Sullivan is pushed in the back and another opportunity for Andrew McAvoy to pop the ball over the bar. I'm hoping that there'll be a co-commentator coming here shortly. Uh, later in the, the just involved at the moment, as I mentioned earlier, John Carroll is the uh, coach of the Liz Downey team. John, the former uh, Tipperary inter-county hurler and a good top guy he was as well. Andrew McAvoy getting ready to strike this ball and don't forget we have lots of other games around the country a county today and there will be uh, reports coming from those uh, with Don Devlin later on and uh, Andrew McAvoy puts that ball over the bar uh, to put Liz Downey three points to uh, one ahead we should remember they are playing with a breeze here now we're just gone uh, six minutes here in the game in Jenkinstown the ball goes down the field up they go from the air it's broken down who's going to get this ball it should be a Gordon ball but they have uh, they failed to get it up and Liz Downey have a dog. Gordon are back again with it. Good play there by uh, Jimmy Lennon over on the far side of the field, but no clean position. The ball is kicked out to the centre and uh, Liz Downey win the ball again. Send a nice little flick. It comes to uh, Andrew McAvoy. He misses it. Gordon should get this ball here. And uh, coming through with the ball, it is uh, Philip O'Donnell. Philip O'Donnell, he passes the ball over his head, but straight in the direction of a Liz Downey player. Down over the far sideline. Well, down over the far end. There's a chance for uh, Liz Downey here now. Goal. Ball is sent in low and it's in the back of the net. A goal for Liz Downey. A bit of a defensive error there, it must be said. Put into the back of the net there by Luke Hulan. Gets a goal there for Liz Downey. That was an opportunity there now for. There was a big mistake on the part of. Um, on the part of the Gordon defence, they shouldn't have let Luke Holohan in. The ball seemed to be shepherding wide, but the he got hold of it. It's 1-3 to a point in favour of uh, Liz Downey at this stage. They are dominating this game here at the moment in Jenkinstown, and they're coming out with the ball again. Strong men in their half-back line. A young team, as I said. Ball was switched across. It's going to be a free for a, a, an incorrect hand pass. Yeah, it was a throw there. A good, uh, well seen there by Richie Holland. 
So it's going to be a free and a chance for Gordon to uh, Young Ireland to le- to bring matters back one three to what point in favour of the Lisdowney lads. We're gone uh, seven minutes here in Jenkinstown as this free is being taken uh, by. We'll find out in a moment who was taking this. Just can see the colour, the number, and the jersey. It's been taken, yeah, by Paul Holden. I should have realised that anyway when Paul was here. Paul puts it over the bar. He's a very reliable free taker, is Paul Holden. He puts it over the bar and he makes it one goal and three points uh, to two points in favour of uh, Liz Downing here. And we're gone eight minutes in uh, Jenkinstown in this Michael Lee Motors Intermediate Championship League game. Liz Downey trying to get hold of the ball. Gordon a little bit overplaying that ball, it must be said. Is it gone over the line? Just kept in, but really it was carelessness on the part of... Uh, of uh, Gordon that they they've actually managed to get back the ball and it's gone over the line for a line ball for Gordon on the far side of the field nice crowd here in uh, Jenkinstown today as I'm sure there are at all the other matches around the county over on the far side lane this line ball will be taken by uh, Mikey Carey the ball goes in around the goal area no clear winner here with the ball it's a bit of a melee in front of the goal out well out 20 metres from it nobody can seem to get possession here the referee may be forced to throw in the ball somebody is coming out with it now so it's down the defender the ball is flicked out and uh, with Kevin Sweeney Kevin Sweeney is on the ball he needs to move away he's got a heavy tackle and uh, tackle around the head and it's uh, going to be a free for Liz Downey which uh, not surprising Aidan Tallis uh, will take that free about 40 metres 45 metres out from over on the far side of the field, this is a possibility of a score because Liz Downey have the breeze at this stage. They lead by 1-3 to 2 points here in uh, Jenkinstown. A chance for Aidan Tallis to extend that lead. He's actually taking it on the uh, 45 metre line at his own goal. So this is the best part of 100 metres nearly. Uh, but with the wind, I'm sure he'll give it plenty of sky and exactly that's what it does. It will have the distance, I think. Will it have the accuracy? Yes, it does. He puts it straight over the bar. And I think for all the long-distance frees, we can expect Aidan Tallis to be brought over to the goal. And he puts Liz Downey 1-4 to uh, two points up at uh, this stage. We're now gone uh, nine minutes here in uh, Jenkinstown as the ball is popped out. Doesn't go too far now. There's a chance for Niall Brennan. Oh, he's got a heavy tackle. And he was tackling a frontal tackle and uh, he's just gone down injured. I think he's OK. He slipped more or less into it, but it was still seen as by Richie Holland as a frontal tackle. And this will be a simple enough tap-over ball for uh, Andrew McAvoy to uh, edge Liz Downey further ahead. They lead by 1-4 to 2 points. That's a 5-point lead. Andrew McAvoy very likely to make this um, a 6-point lead. At this stage, Liz Downey playing very well, but we should say that Liz Downey have the advantage of the breeze, and it's uh, it's fairly considerable here now. So McAvoy pointed from this distance before, and the angle wasn't as tricky, and this one, he makes no mistake. He puts it over the bar, and it puts Liz Downey into a 1-5 to 2 points lead. Uh, I have Conor Brennan here with me. Any comment on the game so far, Conor? I uh, didn't. I just the breeze. Leaves the seed off that retains itself as the half goes on. Okay, the ball is out in the Sisbury Junga. Young Ireland, but they failed to hold the ball and it's Liz Downey breaking away again. They've lost another high tackle on Kevin Sweeney. Oh, the referee, I think, has given a free against Kevin Sweeney. I think uh, Liz Downey can count themselves a little unlucky there uh, that they weren't given a free out. Kevin Sweeney was tackled high and it's going to be a free in, which will be taken by Paul Holden. 
It's just outside the 45 metre line when Richie Holland kicks it in a bit further. So look, a little lucky break for Gordon. Maybe that's what they want to uh, get back into the game here because Liz Downey have been the better side uh, since this game started. Just outside the 45 metre line, Paul Holden has been popping balls over the bar for Gordon for many, many a year and uh, I can't see him missing this one either even though there's a little bit of a breeze here against him which might the ball a little bit of swirling on it all right but he sends that in, strike it, sends it up well and... Hits over the bar, yes. Just took, just took the, uh, <laughs> just took the umpires a little bit of time uh, to make up their mind what was happening. But Paul Holden puts that ball over the bar, and uh, he narrows the margin to one goal and five points, to three points in favour of Is Downey at this stage. Okay, Gordon are coming down with the ball here now with Bobby Brennan. He sends the ball down here. Nice bit of uh, teamwork here. The ball is sent in low. Can uh, Young Earns win this ball here? Very well won by Liz Downey. Brilliant play there by the Liz Downey. Number seven is being held. But, oh, there's a push in the back there, which Richie Holland, yes, spots it. Yeah, good, strong uh, half-back line here for Liz Downey. is uh, certainly uh, making life difficult for the Young Ireland players. Gordon were trying to find their men with a low ball, but there probably wasn't enough pace on it, to be honest about it. They needed a little bit more pace to get the ball in better and it was coming a bit too slow suited at the back to Hayden Tallis a little bit further out from where he struck the last three but this one is dead straight in front he just needs to get the direction right I don't see any problem with the distance and I think he does he have it right no he's got the accuracy wrong no that went out that's the first wide for his Dowdy both teams uh, with a wide apiece a bit of a miss there by Hayden Tallis Connor Nicky we're going to go to Ballyhale to see how things are going there for the moment okay Okay, Don, work away. Right, Jim Cashin, good afternoon, Jim. How are you, Don? Not too bad. How are things going down there between the Shamrocks and Glen Moore? Glen Moore winning by a pint. Six pints to one chip. Uh, great goal. Uh, good. All this time coming from recognised county. And Alan Murphy has had two. Owen Murphy has had two. And Jerry Elworth has had uh, one for Glen Moore. The number 23 scored the last point for them, but he's not listed on the programme, so I'm trying to find out who he is. Uh, the two points are the Shamrocks, what from TJ Reid. Uh, uh, yeah, what from TJ Reid, and a brilliant goal from Owen Cody. Brilliant pass from TJ Reid, buried to the net by Owen At the moment, with 13 minutes gone, Glen Moore are winning six points to one two. Thanks indeed to Jim for that there. Back to Nicky. Yeah, welcome, okay, Don. Yeah, the ball is breaking in the middle of the field. It's broken down very well there by Richie McAvoy, but Young Aaron's had the ball here now. They're racing toward the ball. They have a bit of pace here now. Somebody needs to go out and make space for the player running in. It is the number 11. That's uh, Padraig Daddy. Padraig Daddy, the Kilkenny underage player of uh, the recent past. Down on the left-hand side here again. Crowds around here now. Difficult to see it. We need to invest in a bit of a chair or a stool as Richard McAvoy comes out with the ball. He sends it down the field. Up they go for David Carroll and his immediate marker. But it is Gordon. We win back this ball here. A lovely flick ball. Goes across to their number nine. Seamus Farrell. Seamus Farrell fixes it across to Mikey Carey. Mikey Carey uh, from distance out the field. Gives it plenty of sky. But don't know if he has the accuracy. But the wind will hold it up in the air. Oh, Maiden Tallis drops the ball. Will he get it again? Oh, there's a chance here now for Gordon to have a chance of a goal. Oh, there's a goal. Oh, it was a comedy of errors there in the Liz Downey defence and was put into the back of the net we'll find out in a moment it's that white helmet player there it's number number 20 it's number 20 Dylan Carey Dylan Carey puts the ball into the back of the net but it was a comedy of errors uh, by uh, the Liz Downey defence uh, they really really screwed it up there Connor. yeah 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 the, the, the high ball from Mike Carey seemed to deceive the, the Liz Downey full back lane there just holding the breeze totally 
And then when they tied, looked to have possession of it, they coughed it up again. It was actually well flicked across by the, the by Paul Holden, I think it was, into Dylan Carey's path, and he was able to flick it to the net. Real comedy of errors, but a, a real lifeline for Gordon, who looked like they were under pressure there in the early minutes. Yeah, a huge score for Gordon on 15 minutes here in this game, here in Diggs, on the ball has popped out, and there's a melee on the far side of the field. That goal, will it could, prove crucial. There's down really disappointed. They seem to have it under control here. And it is, uh, who has this ball? It's in a heap. That's with Sean Carey breaking out. He has space in the middle. He sends the ball down low, coming to the ball here, and there's plenty of space here for the the number two, the number twelve. That is uh, Sean Farrell sends the ball across now. A chance here for Jimmy Lennon. Jimmy Lennon sends that ball, but I'm afraid accuracy let him down on uh, that occasion. It's a second wide uh, for the Gordon men. Does Dowdy have a bit of a bother here now with the full back? Uh, ben Tallis is down, getting treatment. John Carroll, the coach, is going in to see what the situation is there. So as I said, nice crowd here and so far the rain has stayed oh, stayed away, threatening, uh, certainly threatening breezes or threatening black clouds overhead and a bit of a breeze as well. So we just have to wait and see how that's going to pan out. There will be a stoppage in play here now while the Ben Tallis gets attended to. He would be a big loss to Liz Downey. He's been a, an astute fullback for them. He's been playing well for the last couple of years and they could uh, do not want to, uh, to lose him. Now we'll be, we'll be Ben Miller. Uh, Don is in the studio this evening and he'll be going around the different grounds uh, to hear, get the updates there. But the last one was that uh, Glenmore uh, were just narrowly ahead of uh, Shamrock's Ballyhale in that big game down, uh, I think it's in, it's in Ballyhale in actual fact. He'll keep in touch with us on that one as a stoppage here. But Ben Tallis, is he looking to be is he okay, Connor, do you think? Yeah, he's looking like he's there to, to his knee, whether he rolled his ankle or his knee. It's hard to tell from, from here. Uh, they're still with him now. He, as I said, he'd be a huge loss to them because there's a big physical presence there, full back around the square, and uh, he's he's been uh, very dependable over the years for this down in that position. So it'd be a huge loss if they were able to, if if they could avoid having him go off. Now they they'd be uh, they'd be happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ben Tallis is still uh, is still lying down there and. Uh Still on the ground. Let's see will he uh, get up. I think he's probably going to be okay, but uh, getting the magic sponge treatment there. We don't have any further result updates on that Lenmore match. Their Twitter account is now working. We'll just uh, check the Shamrock's Bally Hale there. Honor, we might check that and see what's his Ben Tallis. It looks as if it's okay. It's going to be poked out by uh, Aidan Tallis. There's not a lot in this game. It's a 1 5 to 1 3 game in favour of uh, Liz Dowdy. That goal could prove, prove crucial yet for you. The ball is sent down the field, lands on the far other end of the field. Liz Downey have the ball, but there's not much space in here. Gordon should have it under control, and they do have as they break out the field. They're sending out two. Uh, this comes out uh, to Mikey Carey. Mikey Carey can't get the ball. He's been he's trying to get it back and working hard to get it, but it's, uh, it's still in a bit of a melee. Liz Downey have the ball. They're going to break through now with their full forward. Owen Kenny. Owen Kenny sends the ball across then to Niall Brennan. Niall Brennan is uh, the ball is flicked off his hurley, and that goes out for a 65 uh, which is uh, obviously scoreable with the wind that's here today but uh, good defending there by Gordon Niall Brennan who they Liz Downey lads have put in full forward intentionally he'd normally be a midfielder and he got an early score but they need to get a lot more ball into him as Andrew McAvoy gets ready to take this 65 and uh, Eamon Mansfield the linesman is telling them where they where they should be taking it from so this will, should not. This will be easy. Uh, easy score enough for Andrew McAvoy. I'd imagine he's been hitting the ball very well, so he'd be 
looking to get this one over the bar and to extend that lead from uh, further once to make it 1-6 to 1-3 as he uh, lifts and strikes nice striker of the ball sends it straight in and it certainly that's gone yes gone over the bar well done the new um, ball nets that the Connie Hill has put in here has been well tested here today because the breeze is at uh, down into that end of the field over the bar by Andrew McAvoy it's 1-6 to 1-3 in favour of uh, Liz Downey we're now gone in this game man, 19 minutes so it's anybody's game and that look the referee could have given that free there to uh, Young Irons but uh, no he left the play on the ball is over on the far side of the field about 30 metres out from the goal looking up to see where they're going to go player could be holding on to the ball too long and there's only break out with the ball and they lose position again and now another melee is over on the far side of the field bit of a scrum no clear winner getting out of the place yet he Richie Holland might have to hop the ball and that's exactly what he has done hops the ball and it's uh, going to be um no clear advantage for any team. He's going to throw this ball in. Again, the, the crowd and Everett is down. He seems to have got away back to, uh, he's back to Young Aaron's Gordon, but the ball is sent across over to this side of the field where Aidan Tallis has moved off his goal to give a good option. It's good to see a goalkeeper using the breadth of the field to assist his defence down the field. It lands on the 20-metre line at the far side of the field. Young Aaron's win that ball well. It comes out the field to Sean Carey. Sean Carey looks up, playing in an unfamiliar back position today, but he's having a right good game, and there's going to be a free there for... Um, and you're free there for Young Ireland the free against Kevin Sweeney bit harsh at heart but uh, we'll, we'll wait and see who's going to take this Richie Holland is uh, having a word with uh, Kevin Sweeney Kevin not too happy but there's a Young Ireland player now feeling, uh, feeling his hip and Richie Holland going to uh, going to check out Maybe the game kind of really got to life yet has it really? It didn't... No, no it's been a bit lifeless now the last two minutes since the board of goal and uh, it's been kind of back and forth nobody really taking ownership of the game really at the moment and, uh, Maybe the breeze is playing a factor of that again. That it's very hard to control the ball, hold on to it with the wind the way it is. It's holding it up or it's going too far in people. So maybe that's a factor in it. It could very well be. Now referee Richie Holland is checking in with the linesman on the other side of the field, David Larkin. I couldn't see who was over there first, but he was asking him a question or two. Now he's gone in to check with his umpires. Maybe he's maybe some incident happened there involving a couple of players. Didn't see it too obvious myself here, but Richie's gone in to uh, check with uh, one of his umpires, and his uh, is he going to take any action? We don't know yet. He's still walking out towards uh, one of the players. Let's see what's going to happen. He's going to uh, have a word with one of the Liz Downey players, but he's telling him maybe just to cool it down and uh, maybe just let's get on with the game. And getting on with the game will be in a free for Paddy Langton. Uh, outside about uh, 50 metres from the, the Gordon goal. The ball is sent into the right corner. Who's going in, up for that again? Gordon have a chance where they get possession, just struggling to get clean possession, but they have possession now at this stage. It's with uh, the number 20, Dylan Carey, who got that goal, but the ball is sent over the line. Often is Downey player, and it's uh, going to be a line ball. Over on the far side of the field, for Go Irons is going to be taken by uh, Seamus Farrell, the uh, midfielder, strong midfielder, Seamus Farrell, over about 49 or 50 metres out from the Liz Downey goal. Game just was going well for a while. Got very flat with a couple of those stoppages there now. And uh, there is a Liz Downey player. Mickey, down again. why the stoppages sure, there? We'll go to Bally Hill. Is that OK? Off you go, Jim. Go, Dan, go ahead. Right. To Jim Cashin. Jim. Yeah. Great game. Uh, good game down here. Glenmore winning 1-8 to 1-4 with 22 minutes gone. Big score that happened since you were with me last was a penalty. Paddy Munnan took down Jerry Elworth and the penalty was dispatched by Alan Murphy brilliantly. Yeah, 
really good game and Glenmore four points up but they're going to need more because their plane was a real strong wind real strong wind four four changes on the Glenmore start team and the only one on the Shamrocks which he really didn't start Kevin Fenley is in for him and Adrian Mullen is playing centre back for the Shamrocks and Owen Murphy is playing centre back for Glenmore and uh, all the county men really to the fore at the moment OK. With uh, seven minutes to go to half-time, get more with a 1-8 to 1-4. Thanks for that, Jimmy. Back to you about half-time for an update on that. Back to you, Nicky. Thank you, Don. And uh, as you come to me, referee Richie Holland has uh, is looking for the ball. I think he's going to probably hop it in again. Liz Dowd, Gordon did pop a ball, a file, ball over the bar there. Sean Farrell narrows the margin, 1-6 to 1-4. So... The Ireland's will be delighted how the second, the last quarter has gone. They've really been uh, the better team in that quarter. Who's going to win this ball here? It's uh, Mikey Carey trying to break away with the ball, is it? But he's getting a, he's getting a free frontal challenge and a free for Mikey Carey, just, uh, just inside the 65 metre line. Again, an opportunity for Gordon, and it's going to be taken by Paddy Lankin, Paddy the Kenny underage player of uh, recent years. Paddy sends this down, sends it straight into the corner here. It comes in uh, to uh, Philip O'Donnell. Philip O'Donnell, then nice bit of play here for Gordon. They switch the ball over from left to right, over to the far side. The field up, it goes in the air. And no clear possession here. Liz Downey seemed to have it covered. Who's trying to win this ball? Again, a bit of a shamazzle. We've had a lot of those type of rocks in the game here today. Haven't been uh, that watchable, to be honest about it. But who's going to get possession? Gordon should get possession now. It's a matter of who's moving fast. And uh, Gordon have the ball here with their number nine. That's Seamus Farris switches it back here. But they lose that ball. Is now you're going to get it. Was there a nudge in the back? No, says referee. And second nudge in the back, maybe to them, uh, maybe to get the ball back. But it is Liz Downey with the ball. And Charlie Brennan, Charlie Brennan has the ball. I think he's going to uh, give a free in there for a pass. Yes, he indicates an illegal pass. Uh, don't really know, uh, Connor, was it how obvious that was, but we couldn't really see it from here because the players are on around one another. It's a big rock there, and I think it was, um, I could be wrong now, I think it was Marty McAvoy was trying to pass it back to his, his brother Richard and he didn't manage to pull it off. He he threw it, and the card to Richard Holland saw free in on the 45 metre line. And a score will want for Paul Hall is even with the wind I'd say. Yes, well, uh, this one could be, this could bring it back to the minimum and uh, you Irons will be uh, delighted uh, to have got back that goal scored by Dylan Carey will have, will be a big goal, a big score in this uh, particular match here as Paul Holden wearing number 21 but he's in playing at right half forward, a very reliable free taker normally. He uh, bends, lifts and uh, strikes. Distance no problem. The thought about the accuracy and uh, I'm afraid, no, that one went wide. That is uh, a third wide for Liz Dowdy, or Hugh uh, a bit of a let-off there uh, for the Liz, for Liz Dowdy there. The ball is down the field at the far end. Sean Carey playing a centre-back, playing a very sensible game at centre-back here, holding the middle very well as the ball comes down. Liz Dowdy, do, do they get back position? No no one clear position again. Again, they are. Liz Dowdy have more, um, lost the ball, but it's back with Hugh uh, of Gordon. It's with Ted Ray. Ted Ray tried to get the ball. He misses it as well, uh, the ball, but it gets back to one of his colleagues who loses the ball it goes to Kevin Sweeney Kevin Sweeney looks up takes a short pass pops it into inside uh, to Evan McAvoy the uh, wing forward it's now with it's at number 14 and Owen Kenny Owen Kenny from out the field he didn't really have the accuracy he hit the ball very high but another wide for Liz Downey it's only their second wide but a chance a little a shorter ball might have helped a short puck out of the first side of the field 
Young Ireland's trying to work the ball out. It is uh, with their number three, that's Padraig O'Neill. Very difficult to see the Young Ireland's numbers on their jerseys here, it must be said. But the ball is popped out to the far side of the field. Liz Downey looked to be under control on that ball, but too many players coming against him. Who will get that ball? A flick on the ground, football type kick, but it is Mikey Carey sends a ball in. His shot is blocked, who should be with Kevin Sweeney. Kevin Sweeney has space now on the far side of the field. He's going to send the ball, he switches it over to the right hand side well blatted blotted down there by the uh, defence there for uh, Young Ireland they have the ball in the centre back out here it comes over to Philip O'Donnell side he fails to uh, control the ball Liz Downey should have this ball here and they do win the question of, uh, of Andrew McAvoy Andrew McAvoy uh, but the referee has actually has actually stopped play and Liz, uh, Gordon Flair is down on the far side of the field didn't see what actually did you see what happened Connor there no I didn't I was watching the play the play had gone over right to the far wing saw there's, it, it looks like he had to stop it was a, a head injury maybe I don't know um, and yeah. Downey had possession of the ball so I presume they'll well, they'll get her free puck but they won't but they were an indirect free yeah yeah, it must be there could be somebody from Downey in trouble here if Richard Holland is able to spot who was the men are responsible yeah I didn't see the incident now because it is a game that has been without any incident to be fair since it started yeah. uh, it's been a very very to put on a sub here now yeah there's certainly uh, subs getting ready here straight in front of us we're right beside the uh, Liz Downey or sorry the Gordon number 24 looks like he's coming on that is uh Ben Phelan, Ben a big lad as well, so he looks like he'll be entering the entering the play for Young Irons. We don't know who just down injured there yet. Is somebody up in the defence is uh, likely to be going in there. We're not too far away from half time now. We're about two minutes to go to half time, and whatever injury time uh, will be played. It's a one. It's a two point game still. One six to one four. That Paul Holden. That Paul Holden missed. It looks like it could be Pat Farrell is uh, is actually down the uh, midfielder and he's uh, hobbling off the field so he looks like he won't be continuing it's Ben Phelan that will be uh, will be coming in Ben Phelan comes in for uh, number 8 Pat Farrell who looks like he has to he's hobbling off the field so not sure was it a bang he got or did he just trip but at least he's had to walk off on his own so it looks hopefully it's not uh, not too bad an injury as uh, the Ben Phelan sends on gives a slip of paper to Richie Richie Holland and uh, I think the referee is actually going to tell it's indirect. It's yeah, he's telling him it's an indirect free. He's just telling Andrew McAvoy that's an indirect free. There's little movement from the Lisnowy players. They could do it a little bit of movement now because if they were, if they would do that, and it's tipped on the it's tipped on the ground. You don't see that very often, where a free was taken off the ground. But he simply wanted to get it to a Lyle Farrell and. Uh, Oh, it comes back out the field again and it's intercepted there by Ugaris, but it's back again uh, to Liz Downey with uh, Charlie Brennan. Charlie Brennan sends that ball, but he sends a bad, sends it down. Uh, bad direction and Gordon get the ball and send it back down the field again, up in the air. Liz Downey had this one under control. Oh, nice flick there, but uh, but, but the number six for Liz Downey, Richard McAvoy, he's playing very well actually here today. The ball comes down the field, up the goal from in the air, it goes in on top of the goalie. Under control is Jason Brennan. Jason Brennan flicks it over the far side of the field to Mikey Carey. Mikey Carey across from his brother Sean. It overlaps him now and it comes with their centre forward, Podrick Natty. He sends the ball down and uh, Sean Carey moving with the ball down the field. It'll go in on top of uh, Ted Ray. It should be a Liz Downey ball, I think. Well, though, there's a great tackle here for the ball. Again, it's down in a bit of a ruck as players trying to get possession. Gordon have a chance here with their number 20. 
and it goes over the bar. A great score there uh, for uh, Dylan Carey, and he puts it over the bar and narrows it. And uh, what a, an inspired decision at the start, maybe to play him. He uh, won that in a, in a difficult position. A good score, Connor. Great score. In fairness, it was probably it was more of a distinctive shot, but it worked out lovely, straight over the bar. Given the wind, it was a great effort. And uh, Gordon would be very happy the way things are going at the moment. Yeah, we're on the 30th minute mark now, and uh, Liz Dowdy have a chance to dial Brennan to pop the ball over the bar. And uh, oh, it's a wide. I'll be disappointed with that now. That is uh, a third wide for Liz Dowdy. Both teams now have three wides apiece. Liz Dowdy will be disappointed. They haven't, they haven't win. Not as impressive at all in the second quarter. The first quarter, yes, they were in charge of the game, but in the second quarter, it's been very much uh, the young earnings of Gordon. And they profited from that ball that went into the back of the net, which was a soft one. Oh, Mikey Carey was just a little bit wild there with the swing, and then his downy player felt the, uh, felt the benefit. And it wasn't a dirty strike, it was just a, 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 an unusual ground stroke that uh, followed the hurry hur- hur- funnel through and hit the downy player. And it's uh, yeah, it's um, bit, a bit a bit unfair, David O'Carroll. Yeah, but I think it's probably okay. I think it's just unfortunate. It was not a, it was not a, it was not a dirty belt at all. It's just a, an accidental stroke. A hop on, I think, would be uh, would probably be in order here. We see what's uh, actually Gordon had possession. Gordon had possession, so they're getting a, an indirect free, which is uh, the correct decision. Heading now towards the half-time interval, we'll be heading back to Don, and he'll be talking to Jim Cashin, who's down at the Shamrocks uh, Glenmore game down in uh, Ballyhale. Over on this side of the field, Gordon have a chance of another score. The ball is broken down. It's out with uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, the cornerback. He sends the ball out, but the pure, a pure delivery is with Dylan Carey. Dylan Carey switches across the far side of the field. They have lost the ball. Young Ireland just pondered on it a bit. Richard McAvoy, who has been probably the best player on the field in this first half, but he actually overplays the ball himself. And he's now dispossessed as it comes to uh, Padraig Nadi. Padraig Nadi has the ball. They're switching around back to his downy again. It's now with uh, their number eight, Niall Brennan. He does not make a mistake this time. He puts the ball over the bar. And maybe that's where they should have had Niall Brennan. Maybe more so in the... Uh, First half, Connor, uh, since he came out there, he's got on a couple of balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a bit of experience of getting on the loose prey. It was t- back and forth there, just looking like neither team could hold on to possession there at one stage, but great effort for Nile. And they, they just need to be a bit more direct, I think, Liz Downey. And they're not using the benefit of the breeze, but maybe in time past or played it mid too, too short, be a bit more direct. Yeah, David O'Carroll sends that ball down the field after they've won possession from the uh, Gordon puck out. Gordon are in a bit of bother here now. They're going to lose possession, but can uh, Young Ireland win that possession? Richie Holland is uh, called um, Hall to play, but I don't think he's going to call put the half-time whistle yet uh, it's not yet he's going to uh, probably throw the ball in I think again another melee developed there we've had quite a number of those in the game bit of a stop start from that perspective but over on the far side of the field and there's uh, my another melee that can be added but Joe Gerns are coming out of it well that's a definite throw but the referee lets it lets it actually go on and there's a, there's a trip but the referee leaves play on again a bit of a yeah, a couple of decisions he could have made there Liz Dowdy waiting that ball is back with uh, Niall Brennan now Niall Brennan got chopped down again that could have been a free as well it must be said but uh, certainly the referee is letting the play go and and the ball goes in now around the uh, 20, 20 metre line there's a chance for Dylan Carey can Dylan Carey put another one over the bar no I don't think this time it's Aiden it drops short Aiden Tallis has a chance to clear that ball he switches it over to the far side of the field up they go for it in the air brilliantly caught in the air there by Padraig O'Neill now he's dad caught many a ball over the years uh, Pat O'Neill playing for Kilkenny 
brilliant catch but Gordon are moving again it is uh, Mikey Carey Mikey Carey great return by him he sends the ball over to Philip O'Donnell Philip O'Donnell this side of the field he hits the ball well that looks as if it's over the bar it is and it's a great score now uh, by Philip O'Donnell puts that ball over the bar but the work was done uh, by uh, Mikey Carey who spotted him passed it to him and he popped it over the bar so really good play there by Mikey Carey 1-7 to 1-6 we're now in the uh, it is gone in the two gone beyond the half time but we're in injury time don't know how much time Richie Holland is going to play Niall, Niall Brennan with the ball out the field again and again Niall under pressure he sends that ball wide but it's Norseville though Connor. he's got on the ball a lot since he came out he has he has no, that's another second wide from probably a score if he had the wind uh, if he gets the wind right but he's winning a lot of ball there around the middle of the field and uh it's going to be interesting to see how they manage this that Gordon capsulizing that with the wind that they'll have at the backs in the second half yeah, good. He's now trying to work this ball out here. It's now with uh, Gary O'Sullivan. He switches it over to the far side of the field. Have Gordon that ball under control. There's two Gordon players there with it. They're moving out uh, with the ball. Send it over to the far side of the field. Uh, was the centre forward, Patrick Daddy, but Liz Downey looked to be under, have it under control. Not yet. A bit of a bit of a push, but Liz Downey should get that ball here. All right, Richard back by switches across where the space. And with that, referee uh, Richie Holland calls the half time whistle. A first half that maybe the first quarter was very much in Liz Downey's favour. The second half, uh, Young Ireland's came much more and more into the game. They lead at half time by 1 7 to 1 6. It's anybody's game. The wind is not too strong, but at the same time, uh, Liz Downey will be disappointed with a couple of that they drove that they might have got a bit closer and they'll certainly be disappointed with the goal they conceded because it was a big mix up there so it's 1-7 to 1-6 done here in Jenkinstown we'll let you know when the second half starts back to you because I know you want to uh, touch base with uh, Jim Cashin back to you Don thanks indeed to Nicky for that and of course we'll be joining Nicky there out in Jenkinstown for the second half when it, when it recommences in the next 10 minutes or so that of course is the intermediate match between Young Ireland versus Liz Downey and of course we're live for the second half there we'll be touching base with Jim Cashin he's in, in Ballyhale for the South Kenny clash between Shamrocks and Glenmore we'll be touching we'll be touching base with Jim quite shortly text on the line looking to know what Jim's travel was well he's he's, he's gone for Livingston versus Aberdeen he's gone for Aberdeen for that in his Scottish Premiership which of course kicked off as well today and he's also gone for Middlesbrough versus Millwall and of course newly promoted Plymouth they're at home to Huddersfield today their first time ever in the Championship and he's gone for Plymouth so Jim's treble for this weekend is Aberdeen Middlesbrough and Plymouth so the texter who asked us who takes in looking to know that Hopefully, hopefully that satisfies you. You, if I was you, I'll keep your tenor in your pocket. <laughs> That's enough. We'll be talking to Jim quite shortly, live from Ballyhale, where the match, of course, in the St. Kansas Credit Union Senior Championship between Ballyhale, Shamrocks and Glenmore. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Waters and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Waters and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Yes, indeed, if you're clock watching, it's 21 minutes before the hour, 3 o'clock. Half time down there in Bally Hill. How are things going, Jim Cashin? Yeah, Glenn Moore with it by two points, uh, 1.10 to 2.5 at half time. Um, on the face of it, that might sound good, but they've played with a really, really strong breeze in the first half. So I'd clear from Don and I'm so sure two pints, to pick up the Shamrock's team. Um, 
been a very competitive game. The Shamrocks really have been relying on TJ Reid. That I don't only TJ Reid has scored one four. Um, he scored one point from plays, three points from freeze, and he scored a goal from a penalty. Uh, the foul was on own Cody TJ Reid, as you can imagine, buried the ball for it, buried into the back of the net. Even though Owen Murphy, who's playing centre back for Glenn Moore, actually went into the goal for the penalty, but if there was three Owen Murphys in the goal, they wouldn't have saved it. So that's all the Shamrock scores for, and the last point then from play for Owen Reid, uh, good score uh, against the wind. So that's accounted for the Shamrocks two five. Alan Murphy has been the main contributor to the scoring for Glenmore. He scored his goal from a penalty. A penalty. Uh, Jerry Aylward was fouled by Paddy Mullen for that penalty. Alan Murphy, with his strike, was equally as impressive as TJ Reid. He has also scored, you know, five or six points from threes. He has got one from play. Um, but I'm, you know, apart from the two Murphys, the rest a lot of the other Glenmore lads are struggling, especially in the forwards. Jerry Aylward, apart from being taken down from the penalty, hasn't really contributed. They've also driven four or five bad wides, which could come back to haunt them. So I'm expecting the Shamrocks to dominate the second half here with a really strong win. But at half time, Glenmore early, 110 to 5. Thanks indeed to Jim for that. So 110 to 25, that's the way it's going down on Bally Hill. There's also a big derby. It's on between Carrie Shock and Dunham Magan. That's going on Huggers Tower at the moment. Richie Power, good afternoon to you. Oh, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, we're 11 minutes into this game uh, uh, at a dollar in the Dodd Square. It's five points to Carrie Shock and going to Dunham to uh, Dunham Magan. Uh, Dunham Magan playing against a very, very strong wind. That they've got a big, big glory on, on the 10th rim. A ball walked down at the far side. Of, Drilled across to, to John Fitzpatrick on the edge of the square, and he got his guidance marker and he put it cleanly away. So it's a big score, particularly the fact that they're playing against a very strong wind. So it's after part, my friend, it's all square here, Tom. Five points are shot one, two, three, Okay, Richie, and both teams lined out as expected? Yeah, they're making lined out as, 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 as on the program. Our shot had three K ever. They had a very good one without take, Kevin Powell was out with a hand injury. So they had a, there was three changes. That road came in the middle of the field. Uh, uh, old Cody comes in a corner forward. Jamie Powell comes in a swing forward. That's three pain. Okay, thanks, Richie. We'll talk to you. Okay, bye, Tom. Cheers, thank you. We'll get to you throughout the afternoon. And of course, Richie Powell there. And let my attitude and carry shock and Donna Magan taking place in Town at the moment. Oh, level at 2 2. At five points to 1 2. That's the score there at the moment. We'll keep you in touch with the way things happen there before we go back to the match between Young Ireland's and Liz Downey. Elton Jenkinstown will be rejoining Nicky for that. Now, just tell you, the 2.25, a good one. First pass to post there was Sweet William, the 9-4 favourite. Second was number six, St. Jugend, at 13-2. Third was Uchin Glen at 10-1. And Tarcello at 18-1 there. So they did. And 11 ran in that particular race. Could take course today's Galway as well. The festival still continues there. And first past the post in the 2.30 was Ambitious Fellow at 14 to 1. Second was Bugs Bourne at 17 to 2. Third was Igra Allen, the favourite at 4 to 1. And fourth was Watch the Feather at 20 to 1. And 16 ran there. That's the 2.30 in, in, in Galway. 2.10 for Doncaster on the flat. First past the post was Teora, 7 to 2. Second was Fistigal Beach, 6-1. And third was Good Even Gramont, 16-1. Yes, that's why the whole names these horses. And a fourth place was Caribbean Princess at 13-2 and 10 ran in that particular race. Football is back today. Yes, it is. And of course, there's also the the Women's World Cup, which of course, the round of 16, was it was in it as well. So it was. My screen is just junked for me now there. One second, if you just bear with me. We can tell you that 
The Scottish Premiership also kicked off today and Champions Celtic were there and it's full time. They were at home to... Can I get it up? I screamed. My screen has just jumped on me. I apologise here. Ross County, that's who it was, yeah. And that's finished 4-2 there. Indeed. Championship kicks off as well, so it does. And League 1 and League 2. And the Championship fixtures are at 3 o'clock. Blackburn will play West Brom and Javelin. Bristol City will play Preston North End. Winsborough will play Mid 1. Norwich City will play Hull. Plymouth Argyle. Newton Division will play Huddersfield. Stoke will play Rotherham United. Swansea will play Birmingham. And Watford will play Queen's Park Rangers. All those matches are at three p at three o'clock kickoff. Of course, we'll we'll keep you in touch with how they're going throughout the afternoon. We're going to be going back to Jenkins Town quite shortly. Championship hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Waters, and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people, by the people. Just in quarter to three here, Community Radio in Kenny City. Second half is underway out in Jenkinstown. Back to Nicky and Connor. Yeah, and uh, very well timed on because Kevin Sweeney has just uh, popped the ball over the bar for his downy. We're just got about a minute in this game. A good score there by Kevin Sweeney, Connor. Yeah, good score and a good pass by Vinny Fitzpatrick. Vinny's got in there uh, as a sub centre forward for Lisdowney. Good experience head there for Lisdowney. It laid off a good pass to Kevin and put it over the bar. That makes it 1 8 to 1 6 in favour of Lisdowney. Gordon trying to break out with the ball here. Richie Hannon lets the play go on. But Gordon now they are uh, trying to bring it in. It's now with their number 9. That is uh, Seamus Farrell. Seamus Farrell loses possession. Who has the ball? And now Philip O'Donnell. Philip O'Donnell has been playing well in this. And he, Philip O'Donnell gets that ball. Did it? Was it? Sean Farrell it is. Uh, no, Sean Farrell. Those numbers on those Gordon jerseys are very, very hard to see. Good point there by uh, Sean Farrell. It makes it 1 8 2 uh, 1 7. It's back to a one score game here in uh, Jenkinstown. We better check the watch. We didn't check it in yet. It's, it's about two minutes gone in the uh, game here. As uh, Mikey Carey, was he fouled? Sean Carey, no, the referee says play on. Vinny Fitzpatrick is on for Liz Downey. We don't know. Maybe there's a couple of subs we'll find out in a moment. Number 18 is certainly on for Liz Downey. That's Vinny. We'll find out in a moment who else, who actually has gone off. We'll find out after the game anyway. It looks like his, uh, John Brennan is on as well, you see. No Colin is off. And John Brennan is on as well. So there's two changes on the Liz Downey team. So we've got a point early on. He's gone off. And Vinny Fitzpatrick is on. We'll find out else who else might have gone off later on. Line, line ball for Liz Downey. Going over to the far side of the field. It's uh, gone off the hand of uh, Liam. Looks like Liam Dunphy is on as well. Liam Dunphy actually who hurled for uh, Tyrone in the National Hurling League this year. He was up uh, doing work up I think um, somewhere up north. But he's, uh, he would be the regular goalie. But Liam Dunphy is actually on the team as well. So it looks like they have a couple of changes. We'll just leave the game going. The ball goes in over the, ha- the hands. Uh, looks like Gordon might uh, win this one. No, they lost the ball again. And his, his, uh, with Liz Downey just ran over the ball there. It's with uh, John Brennan who came on as a sub. He's, the ball has switched across. It does come across to David O'Carroll. David O'Carroll, interestingly, he played National Hurling League for London, for London this year. Was there a free there? If not, Gordon are moving down with uh, Ted Ray. Ted Ray switches out to one. Should, should have a point here. Ted Ray gets that and pops the ball over the bar. Good play there by uh, Ted Ray. Again, Liz Downey had a chance to clear the ball, but they lost possession, and that makes it a draw match. We have a draw match here in Jenkinstown after about uh, four minutes of the uh, second half. Good score there for Ireland, but it was a turnover ball that is down. He should have cleared. The ball goes up in the air, broken down. It's now uh, now a swift. 
They've done yeah, it is even done for yeah, leaving the former goalkeeper and Tyrone player. The ball was in Niall Brennan is racing through, switches the ball. Oh, just cut out again uh, by Padraig O'Neill, a big strong full back in the mould of his father Pat over to the far side of the field. It's now with uh, Jimmy Lennon. Jimmy Lennon loses the ball here. Should he have got a free? But Gordon winning back again, send it back in around the uh, inside and the good nice touch there by Paul Holden. Paul Holland sends the ball in. Is it going over the bar? No, it's saved there by Aidan Tallis. Aidan Tallis is moving out the field now. He's going to take on uh, Trammell a bit. He's going to send it long. He sends it not too high, but it should be cut out by Mikey Carey. But Mikey Carey breaks that ball to David O'Carroll. A rare ball and on the ground. Uh, goes a nice flick okay, across. Uh, this goes across to uh, Gary O'Sullivan. Gary O'Sullivan has a chance of a goal. He sends it in into the back of the net. A great goal uh, by Gary O'Sullivan. But the work was done with a nice flick on by David O'Carroll's flick on on the ground. But a big score there by Gary O'Sullivan and a really well-worked goal uh, for Liz Downey. Uh, but with David O'Carroll's flick across the field into uh, David and uh, to Gary O'Sullivan, he got possession eventually, put it into the back of the net. Two goals and eight pints, the wood goal and eight pints. A big score here in Jenkinstown. That's a tussle for possession up here. Gordon have the ball here, uh, trying to move up the field. Is it with, trying to hit switched out again, but David O'Carroll should win this ball. He hasn't quite got it yet. He has it now. Bit of space on it all. Another ball is gone wasted. Kevin Sweeney has the ball. He's trying to get away, but he uh, could be blown for over carrying. He loses the ball, but it comes back to uh, John Brennan. John Brennan switches back further. Uh, is Downey going backwards, but sometimes you have to go backwards to go forward. It comes out to David O'Carroll. He gets the ball now. He's trying to make space. He sends the ball in off of Michael Carey. The ball breaks. Who's going to win this? Uh, Vinnie Fitzpatrick. Vinnie Fitzpatrick has the ball. It's he fallen. That looks like a free around the head, and it is going to be a free out uh, for Gordon. A bit of a high challenge there, Connor. There was uh, no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Sean Carey on the ball. Again, Sean did some playing well at centre back now. Yeah, doing really well. Just club up, look ball there, and uh, look, they need to get back in the game. A real body blow that goal for them because with, with the breeze, it actually had died down there for the open stage the second half, and actually was not really helping them. But it started to be up there again. They need to get back in it now with uh, with a couple of scores now with a goal being called out. Mikey Carey getting ready to see uh, if Harry can drive this. He certainly will have no problem with the distance here. Good to see Mikey back. He. Missed out on the latter stages of the championship with Kilkenny after he came back from foreign parts. He had intended heading off to San Francisco. The fan left looked like is a Mikey Carey special. That's a tremendous ball over the bar from Mikey Carey. That's a good 100 yards from uh, Mikey Carey. And uh, that'll bring Gordon back again. It's two goals and eight points in his only. It's one goal and nine points uh, to Young Ireland's great strike by Mikey Carey. He'll be delighted with that. We're now gone seven minutes here in the second half in Jenkinstown. A sunny Jenkinstown, it must be said. Thankfully, the rain has stayed away and the breeze has probably eased up a little bit here looking at the flags on both sides of the field. They're not too strong. Sean Carey has that ball. He's played a very good game at centre-back. Been very impressed by his distribution of the ball as well into Aidan Tallis at that time. Aidan Tallis needs to get that ball out. It comes out to uh, Kevin O'Sullivan. They need to be very careful. I wouldn't be playing around with the ball too much here. Tallis sends the ball up to the middle again to Kevin Sweeney. Kevin Sweeney switches it over to the right-hand side of the field. It should really be cut out. It's very well held there uh, by Dillis Dowdy. Full forward on Kenny. On Kenny switches across to Andrew McAvoy. Andrew McAvoy racing through. A little bit of space, but he's going to be uh, covered now. Oh, he's getting a free move. Touch, touch on the easy side there. Yeah, right no, yeah, Tossie was this is Gordon. That's it. Done all they could to, to dispossess him, and we're doing well there. But uh, Mr. Holland thought otherwise and gave the free in. And that's all that matters. And it's straight in front of the post. It's going to be taken by Andrew McAvoy. 
and he can uh, get back this to a three-point game after Mikey Carey's 100-metre free, which uh, Brett two points to. Andrew McAvoy, straight in front of the post. There is a breeze still, still, there's no question about it, and Gordon are favoured by that in this second half. As Andrew McAvoy gets ready to strike this ball, he sends it in, and he makes no mistake, he sends it over the bar. He's a good free-taker, is Andrew McAvoy, and it brings the margin back to uh, three points. It's now two goals and nine points, to one goal and nine points in favour of uh, Liz Downey. And we're now gone uh, eight minutes in the uh, second half. The ball is popped out and it's won by Kevin Sweeney. Kevin Sweeney, a great warrior uh, for the Liz Downey. That's across to Marty McAvoy who sends the ball down the field. That's a push in the back. Referee says no way. He just lets play on. It's his Gordon with Paddy Langton. Sends the ball back up the field. It's uh, off with Gordon now and it's Sean Farrell over on the far side of the field. Comes across to this side of the field. Is this uh, Jimmy Lennon? He hasn't got the ball. He's dropped it. But there's a bit of a melee here. Who can win this ball? It should be a Gordon ball. But Liz Downey are going to win it back to David O'Carroll. He's made a good contribution. He's returned. Oh, that's a fake. <laughs> I have. I must. I think uh, the Liz Downey mentors will be rather annoyed with that because that was a, a blatant push in the back. But I think Richie Holland has probably given it all right. He, he, did, he did indicate, first of all, that it was going to be a line ball when David O'Carroll was unceremoniously pushed over the line. But he has changed his mind. It is going to be a free, which will be taken by uh, Aiden Tallis. It's about um, just shy, shy of the 45 metre line, maybe what 40, 40 metres out, let's say, from the Liz Downey goal as Aidan Tallis comes out. He sends that ball in, no chance of, a, of going for a point here. He sends it right into the corner, and that's the line ball there, taken over the line by uh, Liz Downey, the Liz Downey corner forward, I think. And Liam Dunphy, and uh, hard to see things here. We'll have to get a high stool the next time we come. But it's uh, a line ball that's going to be taken uh, by Mikey Carey here on our left. Now Gordon need to uh, step it up again. Liz Downey have got the initiative back again. Funny the way the game goes. First quarter was on Liz Downey. Second quarter, Young Ireland's. Third quarter, Liz Downey <coughs> are the dominant team again. Not so dominant, but still the better team in uh, this set. Uh, getting ready to take this line ball. Over on our left, Mikey Carey. He will take this. Oh, short ball didn't go too far, but Liam Dunphy tries to get it back again. Gordon cleared that ball and let uh, Again, nobody going to be clear winner here is Downey. Have they the numbers to clear this ball here? It's not going to come out yet. Nobody can get clean possession. We could see a hot ball here again uh, from uh, Richie Holland, I think. But Downey's Downey have it in the person of Kevin Sweeney. Great hole warrior is Kevin Sweeney. He sends the ball to uh, Marty McAvoy over into the far side of the field. Where Owen Kenny is on the ball. Owen Kenny fails to get the ball, but he might still win it back. Who's going to win this ball? It's Gordon coming out again. Very good play there by Patrick O'Neill. He sends the ball up the field and uh, to uh, Patrick Daddy. Patrick Daddy sends this long inside. Who can win this ball here? No clear winner here. A good tackle for the ball here between the couple of players. But again, another melee developing. Again, no clear position. Who has it? It is uh, Gordon have this ball here again. Switches it over here uh, to the uh, Gordon number. It looks like it should be on Seamus Farrell. Yes, over the bar again. Who's scored there by uh, Seamus Farrell? Right, Nicky, we're just going to go back to Jim down in Ballyhale for a second. Jim? Yeah. Right, how was wrong? Shamrocks have not utilised the wind at all. That Denmore have gone into a five point eight. It's been really, really good the first 10 minutes of the second half. Ahal Byrne busted again with two points from play. Jerry which has also scored a point from play. So Glenmore played really, really well against the wind. Um, Shamrocks scores in the second half a point from a free from TJ and a point from play from Owen Reid and a point from Rafe from Kevin Fennelly Alan Murphy is still needed from free so Shamrock have it all to do and they're a potential upset here so it's 116-28 for the Glenmore uh, 12 minutes into the second half 116-28 you said yeah 
116 to 8. You know about our Jim. Thanks very much indeed. We'll talk to you <laughs> shortly. So that's a little bit of a shock there in Ballyhale. 116 for Glenmore to 8. Back to Nicky and Connor. Okay, thanks, Don. 116 to 28. Uh, Glenmore leading the Shamrocks at this stage as Paul Holden gets ready to take this one. This will be a handy tap over from Paul, and he makes no mistake about that, putting that over the bar uh, to narrow the margin. It's now uh, one goal, two goals and nine points to Liz Downey. It's one goal and 11 points uh, to. Young Ireland's anybody's game Connor at this stage yeah yeah, yeah. Gord have had the better of it though the last five minutes uh, particularly Mikey and Sean Carey Mike Carey in particular is dominating the half back lane for, for Gorn but look Liz Downey are coming back here now and that's a very good no white ball white ball yeah that's a chance for Liz Downey said that they sent that one wide that is their uh, sixth wide of the game here in Jenkinson today as uh, Jason Brennan gets pucks that ball out goes a long way down the field in behind, who can win this ball? There's a chance, so Gordon send that ball wide, but Aidan Tellis will stop it from going over the line. It could be a 65, a short clearance. So these will be nervous doing all of those. They're grand when they work out, okay, but then there's only trying to work the ball out on the short passing. Grand when it works, sometimes it doesn't. Over on the far side of the field, it's Gary O'Sullivan. He got the goal there a few moments ago, and uh, has he lost possession here now? He needs to get the ball in fast. It is gone in fast. It's gone inside. It's with uh, Owen Kenny. Owen Kenny trying to get the ball. Can he get possession? He flicks the ball up as a chance here now. Point for Owen Kenny. He sends the in and sends it over the bar. A good score, my own Kenny, because uh, he deprived uh, the uh, Gordon lads from clearing the ball on a couple of occasions. So a good score there for own Kenny uh, to put this downy just a little bit of further ahead. Is two goals and ten points uh, to eleven points to one eleven, of course. Sorry, one eleven. We can tell you, gentlemen, that the result there's a full time result in from Freshford. There's Freshford three seventeen, Clunine fifteen points. That's a full time okay, score. Thanks. Okay, thanks, Don, for that. That's okay. We'll have an update from uh, Shane Coogan uh, tomorrow evening on, on Top Sport about that particular match. Indeed, we'll have all 21 games covered uh, next week or next uh, Sunday tomorrow from the Kilkenny Senior Intermediate and Junior Championships. There's a free here for Liz Downey around the middle of the field. The ref was going to let the play on, but he called it back. Aidan Tallis is out now on his opposite 65 metre line to take this. Clearly the intention is that he will pop this one over the bar. We'll just wait and see. Good striker, he sends it in. Does he have the height and that? He sure does, and the accuracy as well. Good score there by Aidan Tallis. That's his second point of the game. Are you have a free taker like Aidan Tallis? Connor, I suppose you bring him out and let him do absolutely, the job. Absolutely, absolutely. But it is very noticeable that the wind is not as strong as it was in the opening half, and that's definitely working in his Downey's favour. They're not as impeded by the wind as Gordon had to endure for the first half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and only Gordon have just lost possession there now. Should Niall Brennan? He hasn't got possession either. He's out the field a little bit now. Ball looks like it's gone over the line. It is gone over the line, and it's going to be him. And Larkin says it's a uh, it's a Liz Downey ball, and that's all that matters. It's going to be taken by uh, Kevin Sweeney. Kevin Sweeney, the uh, the team captain. Oh, Niall Brennan is the team captain. Sorry, Kevin Sweeney is uh, his midfield partner. Although Niall is out the field a bit now. Gordon getting ready to uh, get another player warmed up. That's Paddy Brennan getting ready to uh, come on to the game. We'll just see who will be coming off in a moment. Over on the far side of the field, the ball is uh, controlled. Is Downey have the ball? Very good, good possession here now. The middle has opened up for them. It's with uh, it's good. This could be a very good point to go over the bar for Moan Kenny, and it is a good point to Moan Kenny. He's got two points in the space of a minute. They're invaluable scores for his team. It makes it two goals and twelve points to one goal and eleven points. Is Downey back on track again now? They're after getting the last uh, three scores. In fact, 
and uh, they've, they've stopped the Young Ireland's momentum there for a period out around the middle of the field again poor puck out it comes out to Kevin Sweeney he's having a bigger influence on the game as it goes along goes into Kenny. On Kenny got a little nudge but the referee said no free there he might be blown for line on the ball but Gordon are trying to get the ball out is with Sean Kerry Sean Kerry switches across he should have sent it back to his goalkeeper really he's getting away with it a little bit risky but he did get away with it sent it out to the middle of the field it, uh, up goes uh, Red Marty McAvoy fails to hold it Gordon I should get position here it's with Seamus Farrelly switches across here and it's now with the, the Gordon number uh, 24 that's uh, Ben Field and Ben who went on here a while ago but he sends the ball John Brendan cuts that out sends it out here to um, Richie McAvoy Richard McAvoy having a very good game the ball comes in and out to Vinnie Field Vinnie Fitzpatrick Vinnie has a chance of the chance of a shot here it's going in it's going in it's going in but I'm afraid it's gone wide there was a chance there he even could have made another yard or two a seventh wide there for Liz Downey. Vinny could have made another yard or two. He didn't see it as Jason Brennan pops the ball over to the far side of the field. Up they go for the air. Brilliantly caught in the air there by uh, Paddy Langton. Paddy Langton sends the ball in from distance and puts it over the bar. That would be the score of the day, Connor. Yeah, great puck out there by Jason Brennan. Spotted the run of Paddy Langton there coming along the wing and straight over the bar. Two pucks to the ball. Very good direct stuff. It's not, they're, not, they're not out of the woods yet, though. No, 2-12, uh, it's 2-12 to 1-12, it's very much anybody's game here. New Orleans will be happy to get that score to stop the momentum. We're now gone 17 minutes here in the second half uh, in Jenkinstown. As Gordon get on another attack again, the ball goes in around the goal area. It's well caught inside here. A very good ball here now as uh, they try to get through here. Paul Holland, Paul Holland's shot is uh, bopped. Referee is giving a, giving a free in. Very some soft freeze in this match, I have to say. It will be a free in. It is down in not too happy about it, but Paul Holden will have a, a handy shot to pop this one over the bar. I think we can safely write this one down. He's a very reliable free taker. He's uh, Paul Holden, but that was probably a fortune free. It'll be 2 12 to 1 uh, 13 uh, when this uh, one goes over the bar. This will bring it back to a two point game, I'm quite sure. So they've uh, managed to stem the Liz Downey momentum there for a period as uh, Paul Holden gets ready uh, to pop this one over the bar from the 21 metre line to the left of the post here and uh, we're not going to have any rain here today the game the day has turned out remarkably good in actual fact and a nice uh, coating of blue sky overhead as well so let's hope it says fine for the matches that will be played for the rest of the evening as Paul Holden makes no mistake and pops that ball uh, straight over the bar couple of subs going on here now I see uh, number 19 uh, for Gordon is going in it's uh, Paddy Brennan is going in for uh, Gordon Aaron Fogarty and Aaron Fogarty is going on for uh, Liz Downey Mickey, while they're making the subs, we want to go down to Richie Power in Hogginstown. It's half time there in between Carry Shock and Dunhamagan. Richie? Um, uh, yeah, the half time just after uh, the loan here, and it's uh, got nine points, Dunhamagan 2 5. Now, Dunhamagan are setting it's a very strong win, so you have to say advantage to Dunhamagan at half time. Two big scores. Uh, the, the first one came in the 10 minute award from John Castle, and then two minutes later, the corner bar hasn't picked up and got in and put away a great ball. So they were they were two big scores in in, in the first 30 minutes. But Owen O'Neill, who has three points score from play for Kelchock, he, he got a couple of points. And then Jacob is the one up open with the eight minutes to get a point. But uh, so the Magnum has been strong. Then it's right, it's got a, a point for play. And then on the left hook of the, the first half, uh, got a point for the food. So, so the Magnum two points. Thanks indeed, Richie, for that there. Since so indeed, Dunhamagan 2-5, Carrot Shock 9 bites. Dickie? Yeah, back to Jingle Sound here, and there's a, a wide ball. I think that was a wide ball. Uh, there's people in the Saudi say it's a point. The umpires don't know, but it's uh, good defending there by 
by uh, the Gordon lads. They did prevent a score or two from going in. The referee is getting the nod from Eamon Larkin, and uh, that lad nod says it's wide. Ben Larkin says it's wide, or Eamon Larkin says it's wide. They'll be disappointed with that. That was a big let off there for the Gordon lads, but good defending at the same time. Up the ball goes in the air, brilliant catch in the air for Gordon, and that ball is, is it put wide. Oh, it's gone wide, it's gone wide uh, from Ted Ray, and uh, that was brilliantly caught in the air, but he didn't manage to get the accuracy right. We've now got about we've got about 10 minutes left here uh, in Jenkins Town, and it is uh, two goals and 12 points in his down. He has one goal and 13 points. Up they go for it in the air. The ball breaks behind. It should be Mikey Carey's ball. It is very well. No, it's not. There's a slap down. It might have been a free, and it is a free. A slap down on uh, Gary O'Sullivan. Gary is going to get a free for himself, and it's going to be a scorable distance. Now to bring out um, Andrew McAvoy, maybe will they bring out Aidan Tallis uh, to take this? It's uh, it's right between the 45 and the 65 meter line. The important score for this down to Connor to get at this stage. Yeah, it will be to keep the momentum going. I mean, there's only two points in it, and Gordon uh, have potential there with that wind. The wind is actually picked up again now, watching the, the flags. So um, they could do at this point. It's it's score, but now their their free taker Andrew McAvoy was replaced. Oh, he was actually yeah. yeah. I see so that there. Yes, and the yard himself will take it. He's an old free taker too. Yeah, well, I, I hadn't uh, I hadn't seen who uh, who actually went off. So it was the number fifteen that uh, Aaron Forward he replaced. Now, who's going to take this? It might be an idea now to maybe bring out Aidan Tallis actually to take this, but he's uh, still, still around the goal area. Possibly Aaron Fogarty, he's been known, but still, he's a good free taker, Aaron. He has the ball in his hand, so it looks likely that he's going to take it. Don't forget, we've got some other big matches tomorrow. We'll be live from Gordon actually with the, the JJ Cavill and Sons Kenny Junior Hurling Championship between St. Patrick's Valley Ragged and Piltown, two teams that will be hoping for. A good performance this year, maybe to see them through to county final day in October, uh, whenever it's played. And of course, big wins yesterday for uh, Tuller Rosberkin and for Wingap. St. Lactus Freshford winning uh, winning today, and some more games actually on this evening. Haven't we uh, just got hold of all the matches yet, but plenty of uh, big and exciting matches on last night's games. Saw James Stevens, they got the better of Greg Valley Callan in the senior championship. And in the Intermediate Championship, wins for Moonkine over Phoenix. They were winning comfortably at one stage, but it got very close near the finish. St. Martin's got the better of 14-man Connie. Connie played for the best part of 50 minutes with only 14 players, and it's not too easy to do that in this day and age. So lots of other games. We've uh, heard Richie Power there at the carry shop, done a Megan match. Done a Megan hold the advantage at halftime, but they do have the win in the second half, as Richie said, so that puts them in a in a strong position uh, to be played as well. Lots of other uh, big games. Venice Bridge, they got the better of Aaron's own last night in uh, Park Docton. And uh, Ballyhell Shamrocks and then more currently in action down in Park to Shamroga. And then more holding the advantage there. Be a huge game out at four o'clock. Dixborough and Clara in uh, Park Shamrocks, Steve Hahn. You will um, want to be one of the lads out there at that as well. I can't actually remember who, who's covering that match uh, today, but uh, somebody is covering it. Um, Dane's Fort and Mundabat, he's on at, um, that's on at 12.30 tomorrow. Uh, again, we will have uh, some of the lads are at the team or at that in Tullerone and Auckland Gales. In Clara this evening, I do know Kieran Madonna, he was on to Pat earlier. He will be at that match. And uh, the, group, the Group A, meaning the Intermediate, will all be played by this evening as will all the teams in Group B. So all of the intricate games, two late games this evening will be Alloxan Gales versus Blacks and Whites in Venice Bridge at 5.30 and Drawless Steve versus Thomastown at 7 o'clock in Dr. Tierney Park. Tuller Ross Berkman has had a big win over uh, Kilmacow, whereas uh, St. Lacton's defeated Clooneen 
and we'll have that St. Patrick's and Piltown game on tomorrow. Wine got big win over John Knox and two games later this evening, Barry Rangers versus Emeralds and Galmai versus Sleed Brew. As Aaron Fordy gets ready to take this and we're having a few little drops here. Fordy takes that and he makes no mistake about it. He jumps it well with the win, Connor. Yeah, great strike. Aaron would be a very good uh, reliable free take for good men to be able to climb off the bench too which is a bit of experience that he has so he'll be uh, he'll be an asset to them as the last few minutes progress. Right, gentlemen, can, can we go to Ballyhale for a couple of minutes? Absolutely, Don, go ahead. Right, Jim, over to you. Yeah, big shock on the cards here. Seven or eight minutes to go. Glenmore winning by six points, uh, 120 to 211, and deservedly so. In the second half, they've completely outbattled and dominated the Shamrock. The Shamrocks have been very, very poor playing with the win. Uh, Cahill Byrne for the where Glenmore has been has been magnificent in the second half has scored two or three great points Jerry Edward is back is after busting into the game the two Murphys are dominant and the Shamrocks I have to say are, are, are very poor and with seven or eight minutes to go they're six points now one time to do that OK thanks Jim for that there indeed so it could be a shock there the guards are a major shock on the on the Shamrocks there of course in the St. Kansas Credit Union of course senior championship Nicky yeah, come back to Liz Dowdy and uh, and Yolaren's Gordon here in Jiggis and up they go for the air, David. Uh, Carl, does he fails to get the ball when it's with Gary O'Sullivan? Gary is racing up on the left far side in the field now. He's a little bit of space, has he enough? He don't have enough power to hit that ball. It goes into Jason Brennan in the Young Ireland's goal. Jason sends the ball out. A uh, bit of a wasted ball there from Jason. It goes out to David O'Carroll. He just needs to get a bit of power behind that. He punishes that and puts it over the bar. And that is a big score at this stage of the game, Connor. I think Jason will be disappointed with that clearance. Yeah, yeah, it was a very wayward one. And he was under no pressure really clearing the ball. So it was a real, real mistake and a, a good. Uh, important point for Liz Downey now four, four up as they're heading in towards the injury time now and they have a free in the middle of the field and Aaron Fawlty might have a fancy of this to put this one over the bar to put them five up and maybe even out of range Yeah Gordon uh, I'm afraid uh, Niall Brennan had position but he was fouled uh, by the number nine Seamus Farrell and he's getting a yellow card from Seth now Aaron Fawlty or Aaron Fawlty he struck the last free. It's, it's back about 10 metres further than where he struck the last one from, but it's exactly the same distance in from the sideline. This could be a crucial shot for him now. It could. It's uh, 2.14 to Liz Downey. It's 1.13 to Gordon. As Aaron Fogarty gets ready to take this, he's, he really measured the win to perfection with his last shot. And uh, let's see what he's going to do with this one here now. In for the previous free taker who was Andrew McAvoy. He sends on in, not will it turn in, will it turn in, don't think so. He allowed he allowed too much for the win there. He didn't uh, the win wasn't quite as strong. That is a ninth wide for Liz Dowley uh, in this game as a, as Jason Brennan pucks the ball out, another sub going on. That's I know that's Mick Kenny anyway. Uh, Mick Kenny who played with the Kilkenny footballers, he was away. So Mick Kenny is uh, now in for Liz Downey and uh who's going off. Uh, Gary O'Sullivan. Gary got a bit of a Gary got a bit of a knock. It must be said uh, earlier. So uh, Mick Kenny is in. Mick probably more a defender. Big strong lad. The ball has popped out now down the middle. Up they go for it in the air. Who's going to win this ball? No clear winner. Again, is only trying to dig it out. Dial Brennan in the middle of it there. But again, it could be. It could end up in the hop. Uh, this one could be. Uh, Referee's ball, no, it is cleared out by uh, Ben Tallis. Ben Tallis sends it out field to Kevin Sweeney. He's had a very good game, Kevin Sweeney. He's been involved in most of the big uh, movements there. Uh, moving down the field, it's Aaron Ford. He tried to get that ball. Nice play uh, by uh, Young Irons of Gordon, but they have lost possession here. Bit of a tussle there. Richie Holland lets the play go on as uh, 
is now we send the ball across, send them across to uh, McKenny. Now the uh, McKenny, McKenny has to look up and see who's moving. He twitches across to this side of the field. Good vision there by John Reynolds. If he'll get it back to McKenny again. McKenny is going to have a little bit of space now. He's moving with the ball. Big strong man is McKenny. He's the preferred own. He's and he sends the ball in and this will be a terrific point because over the bar, I think it all it's wide, it's just narrowly, narrowly wide. He didn't allow he didn't allow for the breeze, but it was still very, very close. Gordon getting a bit anxious now as uh, their goalkeeper Jason Brennan is urged by the mentors here and I'm in the middle of them to get that ball down the field as fast as possible. Gordon have the ball, send it back out, but then lose possession. John Brennan, he had possession, he's lost possession as well, but he's coming out again with it. He's had a good steady game since he came on, moving down the field with the ball. He needs to get rid of it now. Oh, his frontal challenge, and that's going to be a free, no question about it. Getting a tap on the back from his own lads and a little bit of something else from the Gordon lads, but look, that's the way it goes. Yeah, it's just uh, John, he's not too bad in fairness, he just got a bit of a frontal tackle. Uh, he'll be all right in the moment. It's going to be another free, far and forward, nearly in the same spot where he actually put the last one wide. Another sub going on for Gordon, number 26, that is uh, Dermot Langton. Dermot Langton going on, as is, I think, number 18 will be going on in middle, Sean Middleton. Both going on here into action. Who's coming off? Yeah, Philip O'Donnell is one of the players coming off. We'll see in a moment who else will be coming off as Aaron Forty gets ready to uh, to take this free. John Brennan has made a solid introduction there. Owl is down, being urged by their mentors to finish it off now. We're getting to the closing stages. They took a short one, it goes out to Niall Brennan. Niall Brennan, did he allow for the win? Did he allow for the win? Don't think he did. He didn't allow for the win. And again, look at they should really be hitting the ball to the, the left hand post as they face down the field. 11th wide for Liz Downey. They will be disappointed with that. They should have had it made better use of that ball as it's up in the right corner. You're now out of our vision to see what's happening here. We'll just have to let the play flow on as uh, the Milesman has the flag up anyway. So it's going to be uh, John Carroll put up the, the flag. He's the Liz Downey coach. But it's going to be a line ball up on the right hand side of the field. Time running out now, 2.14 to Liz Downey. It's one goal and 13 points uh, to uh, the O'Aaron Skies from Gordon. There will be a little bit of extra, there will be a bit of injury time, Connor. There's been a few stoppages. Yeah, there has been a few, yeah. So I'd say we'll have minimum two of the three, I'd say, at this stage. Oh, I'd say at Original. least, yeah. Well, there's no announcement of injury, so we have no idea of what's going to be played. It's, uh, it's no, time is, uh, normal time is very close now to being up, as uh, manager Barry Power has a few words with the uh, Gordon lads. Now sent down the field again, but this should be uh, should be in control and it's sent across the field there uh, by Bobby Brennan. Bobby Brennan's shot is blocked. It goes back here to Aaron Fogarty. Aaron Fogarty from this is this gets plenty of sky. It's just maybe the bad, an ideal ball for the forwards in there. Who's going to get it broken there um, by Young Irons? But they haven't cleared that ball yet, but they have now. It's coming out here with Seamus Farrell. He was fouled. No, he wasn't. He says he uh, should have been a free as uh, they tried to get the ball in. And uh, I think now the referee is giving the free. Maybe he was trying to give advantage, but uh, Richie needs to put his hand in the air that he's given advantage when he's doing this. Gordon put on another sub there now, number 18. That is uh, Sean Middleton. Sean Middleton is coming on. But this one will be a handy enough tap over for Aaron Fogarty. It just will put Liz Downey a further point up 
and they're now we're now gone into the first minute of uh, injury time, but we have no indication how much it is uh, going to uh, be because they're into fourth official here to tell us all about that. But this will make this downy two fifteen to one thirteen ahead, and uh, they're in a good position now, leading by five points as we head into the second minute of injury time. Jason Brennan needs to get this ball down the field fast. Sends it down, no short play anymore. Goes straight down the field. Gordon need a goal, and they need it fast. Trying to get the ball in, and it is Tedre. Tedre is unceremoniously dragged to the ground, and uh, Gordon will probably have to try and hit this one low. But it all depends. I'm sure they'll ask. They'll certainly ask uh, Richie Holland how much time is actually left. Gordon will need to. Who's going to take this? This Mikey Carey, yeah, because Paul Holden is uh, Paul is no longer playing here. Up at safe think he will have no choice only to go low for this one. Yeah. Uh, it is Mikey Cleary, that's who they're sending up. This will be a, a blasting operation. This could make for a grand finale if he puts this into the back of the net. He's going to go low. He has no choice only to go low because we're into injury time now. We're in the third minute of injury time. Mikey Cleary gets ready to take this. Hits it low. And is it kept out? It is kept out. Aiden Tallis, first of all, done it. Then one of the defenders. And it's now going to be a free out. And defender is up in it. He comes out with the ball. And... Uh, uh, a key stop there but it was uh, hit well there in first reset by Mikey Carey but maybe uh, just the goal was crowded it's going to be very difficult to get it in one, two goals and 15 pints the one goal and 13 pints is Downey they should hold out at this stage they should do with the ball up at this end even regardless they should be able to hold out uh, Mikey Carey might have been happy with the full connection he got on that 21 yard free kind of bounced into the ground which is kind of an easy enough save in the end for Ed Tannis um, they have possession again here and if there's still a minute or two so you don't know yeah, they're trying to work it through here now, going through is uh, Seamus Farrell, Seamus Farrell with the ball, that could end up getting another free here, there's certainly crowd in the area around here, but going through, not a lot of space there, Paddy Langton, Gabba sends it in low, oh this is danger here now, but uh, yeah, they have it here, it's coming out again there with uh, Niall Brennan, Niall Brennan who's helping out in defence now, sends the ball way down to this side of the field, it will be Sean Clare, he's gone alright, he will have, uh, he's had a solid game at centre back, it must be said, he just needs probably to get the ball up, something... There's a little bit of argy-bargy up on the far side of the field, so Richie Holland just might have to uh, take out the notebook. It's going to add to the game. Just We're now gone uh, about three minutes. We'll be in the fourth minute of injury time. We have no indication of which Richie Holland intends to uh, play, but one of the Lisdowney players is down on the uh, around this goal area at my right-hand side here. Don't I no idea what happened, but Lisdowney will be very happy to have they played solidly in the second half. Ah, uh, yeah, I think the, the the lads they brought on uh, the some there's changes that they made at the start of the second half and, and during the second half seem to have paid, made made a, a big difference in terms of Vinnie Fitzpatrick, Aaron Fogarty, John Brennan in particular, uh, along with Kevin Sweeney who was has been very solid in the middle of the field. They've made a big difference and they've helped uh, they've definitely helped uh, Lisdowney in the second half and what looks like going to be a win for him as, as time takes away here. Yeah, well, last year's senior team. They came down from the uh, relegation. They came down via the relegation when they lost out to Greg Ballycallan in Freshford. They'll be delighted to have uh, what they we expect would be their first uh, win of the year in the first round. It's always good to start off with a win. I know that next week uh, young girls of Gordon that uh, play uh, Connie Shamrock's Not sure actually who um, who lives down. He actually play next week. It doesn't matter. Richie Holland is looking for. Yes, he's given Sean Carey had possession there. So Sean is here in front of us, going to take this free now. This will lobby it around the goal area. That's exactly what it does. Now they'll all go up in the air. There's nearly too many body heights. Oh, what a brilliant catch there by one of the Gordon players. Indeed, uh, one of. Ted Ray, but on finally Downey from their point he will come out with it very well done and uh, has Richie Holland blown his whistle no must be an amateur whistler on the sideline making up their mind what it is who has this ball here it's still it's still with uh, 
Uh, the Gordon lads with Seamus Farrell Seamus Farrell has it but there's no space to turn down there as Liz Downey come out with the ball and I think with that I think uh, Richie Holland has decided enough is enough so it is Gordon they leave here with uh, disappointed Liz Downey winning 215 to 113 and on the base of the overall game Connor, I'd say the better team won ah, yeah definitely even in terms of the second half there Liz Downey were the, the better team I think it will be happy a good start for them uh, with their return down to the intermediate grade part to get the King up and running very quickly so they'll be very very happy with that performance a good win for them uh, getting the two pints set up and running on the board well that's it Don there's only the winners here in Jinkastown 215 to 113 uh, a game it was an enjoyable game but it's, it went a little bit flat at times but there's only won't be complaining they take their uh, first brace of pints in the intermediate and for now it's back to you in the studio thanks indeed to Nicky for that now let's go straight to Ballyhale where there's a shock on the cars Jim Cashin no well, it's not on the cars it's done and dusted yes and then more one by three pints 120 to 214 and I have to say Don that thoroughly deserved win I thought they were in trouble at half time they were only two pints up after playing with a very strong win but in fairness in the second half they completely outbattled the Shamrocks and if it wasn't for TJ Reid with score, scoring freeze the Shamrocks would have been beaten even more and uh, Glenmore were very impressive tenacious the two Murphys Owen and Alan really excellent their brother Shane uh, scored a brilliant point as well come up from corner back Cahill Byrne was brilliant most of the game as well scored four or five points from Clay in ER Jerry Edwards came into it in the second half Dean Croak again you'd be hard pressed to to pick out any of the Shamrocks that Adrian Munnan was okay and Patches TJ scored his free tried hard but Glenmore completely dominated them in the second half and uh, totally de- de- deserved to win three points the margin at the end on 120 to Glenmore 214 to the Shamrocks Thanks indeed to Jim for that there. And of course, one of the first shocks of the season, we could say. Now, let's go to the derby and the carry shock and Dunhamag and Richie. Yes, uh, Dom, uh, we're eight minutes into the second half and it's Dunhamag at 2-7, carry shock 10 points. Um, good good game here. Dunhamag and back to hurling very, very well done. Their, their full back line in particular is uh, just after having a fantastic 40 minutes so far. And uh, the Magan thing with the wind, like I said, they're three up. But they're starting to kind of come back into it a little bit. And uh, they're after getting the, the last two, the, the last couple of points to, to, to keep in touch. But Jake DeWire now, when you're with me, Dom, he has a free. It's a long way out. It's about 70 yards out. It's hard to see him having the distance against this wind. But if, if you want to stay with me. Yes, he did, actually. Uh, the, the brilliant score from Jake DeWire, almost, like I said, on the on the 70 yard line against the strong wind so 9 minutes gone in the second half can stop 11 points going to make it 2-7 thanks indeed to Richie for that and of course you back to Richie to keep it up to date on how that's going for the afternoon thanks indeed to Jim Cashin reporting for Community Vehicle Kenny City down there in Ballyale where it would be a bit of a shock there indeed so it was indeed with, with Glenmore running out worthy winners as Jim said there against the Shamrocks there of course final score Ballyale Shamrocks 2-14 Glenmore 120. Okay, we'll keep you up to date with what's happening in other sports as well throughout the afternoon here. We're here till 5 o'clock. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Rotors, and JJ Cavanaugh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Last time we were in Huggestown, it was. Carry Shock 11 points, Dunhamag in 2-7. How was the score now, Rich? Richie Bauer. Sorry, Ron line. Richie, how are you doing? What's the score now? Yeah, it's uh, Dunhamag in 2-10, Carry Shock 11 points. 
20, uh, 23 minutes into the second half. Uh, Dennis Welch is after getting a brilliant point in uh, before five points in it. So it's a free now for uh, Terry Shock on the on the to imagine half back line. So if you want to stay with me, uh, Tom. Yeah, I say what you reach into the freeze, taken. Yeah, stay with me, Tom. Yeah, yeah. No, look at the the two goals. I said it here last night. The two goals in this game in the first in, in the twenty, but uh, twenty four to twenty six minutes. There were big big scores in this game. The second half is the real derby. The no inch given or case, and you know, so the holding has dropped a little bit, but you have to say, like, with hot seven, eight minutes to go, you know, five points is a big lead, particularly with the wind in their back. Oh, no, Neil now is down, and it, more than likely he will be taking the free, so uh, he's, he's actually getting to his feet now, so stay with me, Norman, uh, with the Now, Shock uh, really needs this free now to go over the bar, you know, which will bring it back to a four-point game with, with eight or nine minutes to go. So he's standing over now, Dom. He's um, taking his time over it. Like I said, he was down injured. He's taking his time over it. Yeah, he has put it over the bar, Dom. So, 24 minutes gone. It's very soft, well, points uh, to the Maggot 210. Thanks, Richie, for that there, Neil. Well, of course, we'll check in with you in about 10 minutes or so, okay? For a full time update. Thank you, thank you, Richie. That's Richie Power there, Chris. Reporting there for Community Media Kilkenny City. It's Carrie Shock versus Donna Maggot in Hoggestown. And it's 2 11 to 2 10. It's 11 points to 2 10. That's the score there, indeed. And of course, it's 4 Carrie Shock. Lagging behind by 4 points. Can they pull it back? Well, check in with Richie in about 10 minutes or so. The full time whistle is gone there. It's Con Watford have gone 3 0 up against Queen's Park Rangers in the Championship now. So it's currently Watford 3. QPR 0. So let's keep it going. That's the only goal that's been in the championship since we last gave you any update on what was happening there. Right, let's go back to Augustown to Richie Power. Richie? Yes, yes Tom. Uh, uh, this game is over. I would think uh, there's only a minute or two uh, left. And uh, so the Magna lead the 3 12 to 12 points. Uh, so the Magna got a goal there in the last couple of minutes. I think the Dennis Welch is not, uh, not uh, really sure on it. But uh, over, over the 60 minutes, the Magna were the better team, Tom. The, the, the hold very very well against the wind and particularly with the wind and uh, they're a big strong team and you know real team right, right throughout the field and uh, they deserve a winner there today on the scoreline of sorry stop now we're 13 points we got a point there from the three and uh, to the Magna are uh, three twelve. the final which haven't gone but John Dowling the referee has been looking at his watch and he can't be all that different now not too, many, not too much injury time Richie no 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 I'd say we're going to well, we well, we're still only on thirty minutes. There could be a few. Uh, there could be a few more minutes, but uh, there won't be any change in the result. Uh, Tom, at this stage, like I said, there are eight points in it, and uh, there's. Uh, I guess there's no way that there's not enough time left for Gary Shock to get back. So there, I think that could be the final whistle now, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It was the final whistle, Tom. Uh, it's actually a free in for the Maggot. Right. So that'll put more misery on Gary Shock if it goes over the bar. Ah, yeah, look, at the, they were the better team on the day, Dom and Ferris. You know, they're, they're, they, they hold well. Their full back line is their six backs were very, very good. They're after holding their stock at uh, three points in the second half. And, you know, they were, they were excellent uh, throughout now, the, the sort of making backs. That they threw around the ball very, very well. I thought the full forward line, John Fitzpatrick was excellent on the, on the edge of the square. Big man, won a lot of ball. And when it, when it lifted by Ab Fitzpatrick and, and, and uh, which, at, 13, at 13 and 15, the, the final uh, final whistle now has gone, uh, Dom, and it's uh, 
They could hardly find the shock at three twelve to the mile. Thanks indeed for that, Richie. Cheers. Okay, Dan. That's Richie Pa there from Music Radio Kilkenny City there in the derby there between Carrie Shock and Dunhamagan. And Dunhamagan run now winners at three twelve to thirteen points. Right, just keep you up to date with what's happened half time of course in the football in the championship. We can tell you it's just in half times in most of them. Blackburn two, West Bromwich Albion nil, they're still playing that one. It's Bristol City nil, Preston Arden nil, Middlesbrough nil, Mid one nil, Norwich one, Hull City one. Norwich have got a goal there before half time. And I was asked how Huddersfield Town because it's now Huddersfield Town 1 Plymouth Argyle 1 Stowe City 2 Rotherham United 0 Swansea 0 Birmingham 1 Birmingham got themselves on and it's Watford 2 are giving Queen's Park Rangers a right thumping as at half time it's Watford 4 Queen's Park Rangers 0 and of course that's your half times in the championship and of course there's a big one at 4 o'clock second big one of the day Dixborough will play Clara in the Kells Row we go to Kieran Muldowney good afternoon to you Kieran. How are you done, then? Welcome to uh, Park Shemesty Fawn on the Kells Road for uh, Dixborough against Clara. Looking forward to this one, Dan. This should be a really good game. Both teams just gone through the final stages of their warm-ups. We're led to believe that both teams are right about 1-15 to 15 as per the match programme. I'm sure there'll be a few positional switches, but no personnel change, right, towards anyway. Uh, it's nice and dry here, Dan. Now it's sun is shining, but there's a strong wind and it's blowing from the dressing room end up to the far end, so... Obviously, the toss is going to be important here, and the team that plays with that win the first half will look to build up a big lead. So, uh, all set to go here, Dan. It's several about a minute from throwing here, and it should be a good game. Two teams here, this should be good. Right, Kieran, we'll be checking into you throughout the afternoon and through the rest of the evening for that one, indeed. Thank you, Kieran. And of course, we're looking forward to that one there. Great, great match in, in store. By the looks of things, it's mouth watering from, of course, Parks, James Stephen, that of course is Dixborough versus Clare on the Kells Road, and hopefully it'll meet the match that are there on. Shamrocks versus Glenmore, which of course Glenmore proved winners in that one there, so they did indeed by three points. Um, one sixteen to two twenty was the final score in that one indeed. Right, let's keep it today with what's happening in racing. The three thirty five from Goodwood, first past the post is number nineteen. Abarama Gold eighteen to one. Second was number eight, Apollo one, ten to one. Third was number ten, Bielsa, twelve to one. Four was number seventeen, Mr. Weigel, fourteen to one. Five was number fifteen, Elise Dancer, ten to one. And twenty-seven ran in that particular race. The three forty from Galway, first past the post was number six, Butler's Secret, three to one. Second was number eleven, Simpson's Paradox, the thirteen to eight favourite. And third was number one, Lord Vader, at five to two and eleven ran in that particular race. And now you have the 350 for Newmarket. Second was number two. First was number two, hard to resist, 11 to two. Second was number one, Bourgeoisie, seven to four favourite, and six ran in that particular race there. The 355 for Doncaster on the flat. First pass post is number five, Hydration, six to one. Second was number seven, Minnesota Lad, five to one. And third was number one, Quintus Arias, five to two. And the four o'clock from Tursk. First past the post is number seven. Another bat, 11 to one. Second was number six. What's the story? Six to one. Third was number eight. Clear Angel, seven to one. And fourth was number 10. Chalet at six to one and 11 rand. That's keeping up today with what's happened in racing as well. We've got one game between four and five in the St. Callis' Credit Union Senior Championship. It's, of course, out there in Park, James Stephon. Stigsborough versus Clara. Kieran Muldowney, how are things going out there? And the Kells Road? How are you done? Yeah, we're exactly halfway through the first half. 15 minutes gone, and it's Stigsborough who leads 7 points to 1-2. Uh, 
Uh, Dixburg started off like a house on fire. They scored four points in the first four minutes. Uh, ben Sheen after a great pass from Harry Shine. Andy Gaffney from the free. Ben Sheen with a second one. And then Harry Shine after a great pass from Killian Hackett. Four points to no score after four minutes. And it was all Dixburg at that stage. They were completely on top. And then Clara would probably was their first attack. Uh, they had a great team move, a couple of hand passes, Liam Ryan involved, and Paul Cody got the shot off from 21 yards, saved in the goal by Brian Minogue for Dixborough, but Liam Ryan was there to tap in the rebound, so it was four points to a goal after six minutes. Uh, since then, uh, Martin O'Connor got a point for Clara, uh, and then uh, Ollie Walsh for Dixborough and John Murphy for Clara. They exchanged scores, and just as he came across to me there, Killian Hackett pointed for Dixborough, and that has been followed up by a pointed free by Andy Gaffney. So, 16 minutes gone here, Don. Dixborough, 7 points. Clara, 1-2. Thanks indeed to Kieran for that there, indeed. And we'll be back to Kieran throughout the evening. Right here. And tell you that, in after 21 minutes, it's Dixborough, 9 points. Clara, 1-2. We'll be going back to Kieran Muldowney quite shortly for an update on that one. We'll be approaching half-time. And we can tell you, in the match, of course... In one of the other matches that took place today in Tullerone, it was the final score. Emeralds 2-16, Barrow Rangers 1-19. So, the Emeralds of Arlingford, they come out winners in that one. Right, let's go to Parky Steve on to Joyce and Henny Ireland playing at the moment. Dixborough and Clara. Kieran Muldowney, half-time. Uh, half-time there, Don, yeah. And it's uh, Dixborough's lead by one twenty to 2 5 uh, a very good game since the last time we spoke. Uh, the Borough had seven points to one two at that stage, and they added to that with a point from Harry Sheen from playing two from Bill Sheen, who has got four points in this course. Now he's been very dangerous. Uh, the Borough also hit in a number of points. They've hit nine in total. So they've had the most of the play, but fairness to Barry, they've stuck at it. Ian Ryan with a point for them in the 25th minute, had their ten points to one three. Then the Borough worked a brilliant goal from out around the middle of the field, a series of passes, uh, Ben Sheen at the centre of it. He passed it inside to uh, it, Nolan. Nolan popped it into Lee Moore over the head of the defender. Moore was running straight through until about 14 yards. He buried it. But in fairness to Clara, he went up the field and got a goal straight back. Uh, good work by their full forward line, uh, Joe Conley and John Murphy. They dispossessed the Dixborough full back line and it was Murphy who got in and buried it from about 14 yards out. So at that stage it was 1-11 to 2-3 in favour of the Borough. Uh, and uh, Clara followed that goal up then with two points, one uh, from Martin O'Connell and one from the excellent Liam Ryan who's got a goal and two points already at this stage. And just as he came across to me, Andy Gaffney got a good score for Dixborough following the great ball in from Ollie Bench. So uh, I'm I nearer to knowing who might win this game, Don. It's, it's quite a close game. The Borough probably had the better of it. Uh, you know, they've had more of the attacks. They've driven a few wide. And they might have left a goal chance or two behind them as well. But Clara, very delicate, sticking at it and playing some nice hurling. And it must be remembered, listeners, that Clara played against that very strong wind in the first half. They'll have that breeze in the second half. So all to play for here, Don. At half time, it's Dixborough 1 12, Clara 2 5. Thanks indeed to Kieran for that there. So it seems like a twilight match there out there in parks. James Steve on. And of course, we'll be going back to Kieran for regular updates throughout the second half. Right here, Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Tell you from the Cas Roads in Parky Steve on. At the moment, the update we have is Dixborough 112, Clara 27. Second half has just run in there, so it has a couple of minutes or so ago there. So, Clara, I think they've got the wind in the second half. Definitely up to sale because they've got the first couple of scores in the second half without the borough getting off to a score and 
in the second half as yet. And of course, in the St. Cassis Credit Union, of course, Senior Championship, Shamrocks, Ballyhale, 2.14, Glenmore, 1.20. So that was a three-point win there for Glenmore. In the Michael Ling Intermediate, Group A, of course, it was unfinished. What, Liz Downey? Sorry there, one second. I'm going to get the result for that one. We haven't got it yet. Yeah, Liz Downey, sorry, 2.15, Young Ireland to Gordon one thirteen. That was the final result there in that one. In Group B, you had St. Lactans and Fresh for no, sorry. In the intermediate could go B rule. You carry shock thirteen points, Dunamag and Tree twelve, that's in round one there. And the Emeralds two sixteen, Barrow Rangers one nineteen there. So that's um that's the one sixteen, sorry. I beg your pardon. I can't read my own writing. Sorry, I beg you. Yep. So it was 19 to 22 points win there for Emeralds of Gorn of Farley oh, for the bigger pardon. Yes, I'm getting confused here. They're kind of used to the sport. Yeah, getting back to it. Still a bit rusty. Apologies about that, folks, there. And of course, yep, I give you that score, the label of the right score there. It was 119, yes. So Emeralds 216, Barrow Rangers 119. Apologies there for that one. And of course, in the junior. Group A round one, it was St. Lactans of Fresh Retreat 17, Clonine 15 points. So we're going to do those again. Um, results, as we tell you. In the senior, it was Shamrocks, or Bally Hills, Shamrocks 214, Glenmore 120. And at the moment, it's Dixborough 112, Clara 2 goals and 7 points. In the intermediate group A, of course, it was Liz Downey 215, Young Arms of Goran 113. That's how that finished. And in Group B, Carrie Shock, 13 points, Dunham Magan, 312, and was Emeralds, 216, Barrow Rangers, 119. And of course, Junior Round, and there's Group A, Junior Group A, Round 1, St. Lactans of Fresh with 317. And of course, Clonine, 15 points. Of course, we'll hope to check him on Kieran now, with, with Kieran Muldowney, before we actually go off here, before 5 o'clock. So we do indeed. Tell you that, the 425 for Newmarket, first out of the post there, was out of shadows, 9 to 1. Second was number seven, Keyard, Nellam, the fourth favourite. Third was number two, Hectic, 18 to five. And fourth was number one, Muschevav, and a four to one, an eight brand in that particular race there, indeed. The 430 from Doncaster, first past the post was number two, Bishop's Crown, 11 to two. Second was number six, Blazing Sun, nine to two. Third was number three, Cold Stair, 85 to 40 favourite. And of course, number four was one, Millbank, six to one, and 11 ran there. The 435 from Tursk, First past the post was number seven, Ecclesiastical, five to two favourite. Second was number three, Lebu Garden, eight to one. And third was number four, Shantrap at five to one and nine ran in that particular race. Let's keep you up to date on what's happening in the championship at the moment. It's currently Blackburn Rovers two, West Bromwich Albion one. There's about 80 minutes gone in these matches. Bristol City one, Preston North End nil. Middlesbrough nil, Moveball one, Jim's Travels in trouble. Norris one, Hull City one. It's Plymouth Argyle 3, Huddersfield Town 1, Great Star for them in league in the Championship. Stoke City 3, Rotherham United 1, Swansea 1, Birmingham City 1, and it's Watford 4, Queen's Park Rangers 0. Watford must have gone home in half time because they scored all those four goals before half time. So let's keep it up to date what's happening. It's nine minutes before the R5. Watching here, let's go back to the Kells Road. Kieran, second half underway. Yeah, we're 12 minutes into the second half, done, and uh, the ball lead 3.14 to 2.9. Uh, Clara started the second half when they got the first two scores David Langton with a long range score Joe Conley then with a high catch in the 21 and put it over the bar and at that stage uh, Clara had it back to two points 112 to 27 
But then uh, the ball went down and got a goal. Uh, Harry Shine with a shot from out on the left-hand side. It dropped short. The ball broke inside to Liam Moore. He latched onto it and buried it for his second goal. And then shortly after that, Harry Shine was on the other side of the field. And again, his shot dropped short. This time, Andy Gaffney caught it on the 14, turned and buried it from close range. Either side of that, then uh, Harry Shine has pointed two frees for Dixborough. And that, that's the stretch lead now, 3-14 to 2-7. Uh, Liam Ryan then landed two very similar points from 100 yards for Clara, both of them, uh, 3.14 to 2.9. And just as we have been talking, uh, Harry Shine was pointed another three for Dickville. So uh, we're about 13 minutes into the second half here, Doc, and it's Dickville who leads 